Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforged Gaming, talking about the God of War Ragnarok release date, the news, everything that we know heading in to the end of this year with so many game delays. What exactly has been revealed? People are looking at the Twitter profile. Did Sony Santa Monica update their Twitter profile recently? We're looking at all of that. If you like these streams, you are watching a stream, whether or not you were here live. Hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss these. And I do put everything here right at the beginning so you don't have to go searching for it. And then we discuss it for a little while in the live stream environment. This is a Reforge update. God of War Ragnarok release date continues to be speculated about and everything we know is going to be put into this video very quickly. What's going on with their Twitter profile? Did they update it? What's going on with this position that they're doing for a big marketing push? We're going to break it all down very quickly in this video. Hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads. Those of you watching in all the other places, thanks for doing that. Check out Reforge Gaming where I do these streams live. So the most recent news is that God of War Ragnarok is gearing up for launching a marketing campaign. This was tweeted by uh, one of the followers of Everything Happening with Ragnarok, and it said, The brand manager, this is a quote from the job description, The brand manager will lead the development and execution of the brand and commercial strategy for the biggest release of the year and continued oversight of the storied franchise post release so they're they're gearing up for the marketing push now somebody might say well, you're gonna hire somebody it's get, we're getting kind of close aren't we we're getting kind of close to the end of 2022 when this is supposed to launch why would you be suddenly hiring somebody now it stands to reason that this is the position that is going to start i mean it's going to start in the year that the game launches at least in my mind because they are going to help with the launch as well as oversight of the storied franchise after release okay now there was speculation about their recent twitter bio update like oh did they update their bio did they <clears throat> did they change it to confirm that it you know oh it's launching in 2022 if you go to sony santa monica studios twitter account right now it says the official account of sony santa monica studio developer of god of war ragnarok coming to ps5 ps4 in 2022 so people saw that in their profile and thought oh man they they updated their profile it's coming it's coming it's coming that is simply not true i had somebody on twitter helping me i had people in the discord helping me research this they were using archive websites all the way back to like september of 2021 is when this was changed so around the time that they said they were going to have to push the game's launch window back into 2022 is when their Twitter bio got updated. So this is spanning back into last year, which I think actually adds credence to the fact that it's still coming this year. They've not changed their bio. They were pretty confident when they added it back then. Now, along the way, there have been other things that we have reported on. Art director Bruno Velasquez responded to a fan uh, Velasquez probably to a fan uh, about the game and said that Ragnarok is coming this year. This is the art director working on the game. So this is not just somebody working in some small department. This is one of the directors saying, no, it's coming this year. TomGuide.com reported that Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier took to Reddit to report that the game is unlikely to be pushed to the next year. In a thread theorizing that the game might get delayed to 2023, Schreier responded with one word saying, nope so he is an industry insider he has a very good batting average when he has good intel 
and shares it in these ways, it's usually very reliable. ScreenRant.com reporting on the lead destruction artist Ruben Morales suggesting that the game is playable in a tweet where he said that his daughter loves to play the new game, but then said she'll have to play this one for now and showed the original 2018 God of War. So another member of the team working on this game confirming that it's playable. If it's playable right now, as we knew with Horizon Forbidden West when they were finalizing bosses, even Forspoken is apparently just adding polish and is planning to launch in this year. It's looking as though this game will be coming in 2022. The latest news being that they're gearing up for the marketing push. And no, sadly, they did not just recently update their Twitter bio because that would have been a pretty fiery thing. Like, oh my gosh, they just softly confirmed it. It's actually a pretty old update. So if you like these Reforge updates, hit subscribe and the bell button and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon. Oops, wrong button. Good afternoon and good evening. Thank you so much for being here. There is so much going on right now with Ragnarok speculation. We were like, you know what? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about everything that we know, everything that's been announced. I had people last night tweeting at me. They're like, oh man, Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica changed their profile. They're, you know, they're confirming it's coming this year. So I had people researching. I had people using archive sites to be like, okay, when did they change their profile? You know, they changed it last year around the time that they made this push. Yo, what's good, Stock Unicorn? Thanks for being here. You have a great day as well. Thanks for watching on TikTok. We always spike up to great viewership over there, and then we just absolutely fall back down in the single digits. They must throw us on some kind of a rotator, and people might not be looking for this kind of content over there. That's okay. That's okay. We're going to keep streaming over there. I think there's demand for a show like this virtually everywhere that people watch live content. So what's... uh, That's not new. I thought it was. It's not new, Mo. I thought it was new as well, because everybody suddenly was drawing attention to it, and typically... When everybody starts taking notice of a Twitter bio change, it's new. Like, we've seen that before when, like, developers suddenly switch projects, when developers go dark, when developers softly confirm they're working on something new that's been, like, redacted or whatever. We've seen this before with the use of Twitter profiles to create hype. But we, we had people using Wayback archives and websites that let you see okay, what was Sony Santa Monica's Twitter bio all the way back to September of last year? That's around the time that they changed it, which again would make sense because that's around the time, that is around the time that they confirmed as well that that would the game would be delayed in the 2022. Uh, why this DLC long wait? I'm going to laugh so hard when it wins a ton of awards and I'm going to ask you about comments like that. Like, isn't this amazing that a DLC won all these awards? A game you've never played and you're decrying it as DLC. Very educated position. Yo, what's good, Feed? Good morning to you. Good to see you in the chat. Guys, go through your morning rituals. Go through your morning rituals. Make sure you are on live chat. Make sure you have smashed the like button and consider ordering some coffee. First coffee order of the day, I will print it right away. We only got one order yesterday. And because of that, because of that, the, the paper is literally sitting on the printer right now waiting for the next order. Toby with seven months. Here's my monthly moment of fame. Train anyone. Toasty hitting his seven-month resub, seven-month milestone. Thank you so much for that, Toasty. 
Did I call you Toby? Toasty. Toasty? Not Toby. Anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) Make sure and jump on his member train. He's asking for a member train. So jump on Toasty's (laughs) member train that he's asking for. Smash those like buttons anywhere you're watching. Uh, Horizon and God of War Game of the Years. What's good, George? What's good in Ancient? Good morning to you. Good morning, Slow Mobius. Good morning, everybody. That's something taken out of context. Says Mo, what's, what's taken out of context? I'm going to laugh when this DLC beats out your beloved Elden Ring for Game of the Year. Yeah, Creature thinks it's going to get Game of the Year. Bro, that one job title you read, so cool, Lead Destruction Artist, that is bad. Yeah, that'd be really fun to be the Lead Destruction Artist, like, the you know, stuff blowing up, you know, pieces and particles, you know, moving, all of that. Elden Ring okay, but overrated. I think Elden Ring is is one of the greatest open world games I've ever played. I think it's going to win a ton of awards. I don't know if it's overrated. Train is here also. Hashtag member train. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, the whole DLC thing. Taken out of context. What? What's taken out of context? The fact that it like started as a DLC. You going to come in and defend God of War for me today, Mo? Are you? Are you? I bet you, I bet you you do. You said many times that you think these are good games. Like, I don't expect you to not do that. But, yeah, the the idea that this game started as a DLC and people just continue to run with that as if, like, that's going to be the totality of the game. is like, yeah, they're going to make you wait this long, delay the game, and then they're going to, you know, make you pay full price to, to, to play a DLC. You know what I mean? No, I don't think so. Bug Elden Ring... Mo turn over a new leaf. He no, to his credit, right? To his credit, Mo has always said that he thinks these games are really really good and that they, you know, that Sony's got really solid titles. He's never he's never knocked he's never knocked the uh, the the actual titles themselves. It was from Jaff. Give me back uh, my black book. Hang on, I gotta update the uh, the shirt command. I'm wearing a Deadpool shirt today from the Deadpool collection over at 80s Tees. I'm I'm not sure if um if directing people to the collections helped this month or not. We used to get a, a ton of action with our code over at 80s Tees. And I'm not sure what exactly happened. If the tracking got messed up, if people started using the email discount instead of our discount, you know. Jave has no clue what he's talking about. Dude hasn't worked at Santa Monica for a decade. Except Horizon, I can't do Horizon. Was the function of uploading pics to this channel removed on purpose, or did Charlemagne break? Just curious. Um... Oh no, Charlemagne's not even in charge of this channel. Uh, it's not even in charge of this channel. You should be able to. Where is it? Embed. What is it? Embed links. Yeah, you need to be able to embed links. And I think that's all you need to post images. I think. Try now, Murph. I, I don't. The, the bot. The, the rageless bot got screwed up. He like. He he did the lockdown end. But then he, it wasn't even, I don't know why Charlemagne said what he said. I gotta be honest, I'm, I'm half tempted to kick Charlemagne out of the Discord, but I know some people still used it. Some people still use it, I should say. It's not embedded links. Creature can figure it out. It's, we got, you gotta go to everyone, because everyone can't see the channel. But you have to go to everyone and give people permissions 
to to post images. Oh, it's attached files. Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry. There we go. I found it. I found it. All right, you guys should be able to now. It. Yeah, I don't know what Charlemagne is doing. Removal of managed roles. Removal. Get the frick out of here, Charlemagne. Actually, I just why are you even in here? Charlemagne should not be in live stream chat. Um, I'm half tempted to restrict Charlemagne from this room just because they're anno- that the bot's already annoying me. To each their own. Horizon is overall the better open world, more entertaining and visually appealing. I mean, I'm not going to debate or dispute that that Horizon is not a wonderful open world. I think they did a great job, but I also did they th- I, I also think they did something that was very, you know, it was a little predictable, a little bit safe. You know, I'm not going to sit here and knock it, but it certainly wasn't at the level I don't think of what Elden Ring did. I think Elden Ring did something special. His term of DLC is different than you think. All he said was more of the same, and he also said that's a good thing. Oh, that guy, Mo, with respect, that guy is full of it, like busting at the seams full of crap. When I read what he said, he just didn't want to admit that what he said was stupid, so he creates some special qualification. That thread was just pure idiocy. He basically pops off, says something dumb, and when the internet calls him on it, he's like, No, no, what I meant was just more content. No, you didn't. Shut the frick up. Nobody's worked in the gaming industry that long and is referring to a sequel as DLC. Please, please just sit down and be quiet. Whatever his name is, I I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what, what, how do you pronounce his name? Like, what are you even saying? Nobody refers to a sequel as DLC. Nobody says, oh man, Horizon Forbidden West was such a great DLC. No one says that. No one refers to Dark Souls 2 or Dark Souls 3 as DLC. It was a brain-dead comment. And when he got called on it, he tried to walk it back and act like, oh, I'm not ta- I'm not trying to besmirch the... T- Shut up. Yes, you are. He got suspended on PSN for jokes. He was salty over the potential of not working on Twisted Metal. The original creator of Kratos. Yeah, like, I-, I thought his take was stupid. It was so dumb. Like, what? Horizon Zero Dawn has a solid DLC. Right. Nobody, nobody refers to sequels as, a, as, as DLC. He was trying to take a swipe, and when the internet roasted him for it, he tried to walk it back. Instead of being a man and being like, well, yeah, that's what I think, or standing by his position, or being like, I mean, I was just taking a swipe, but it's a cheap shot. Like, zero integrity. You try to walk back what you said, you know what I mean? And act like, oh, it's not what I meant, whatever. That, you're just, that's just cowardice. That's cowardice. Well, you could download it, right, and it's content, right? Well, then... Right, well, DLC as a colloquialism does not does not inco- encompass sequels. It just doesn't. It doesn't. All right, let's let's do a poll. Let's do a poll. Is is God of War Ragnarok launching in 2022? Yes or no? I just want to see what you guys think. How many people in here think it is? Is God of War Ragnarok launching in 2022? Really, really easy poll today. Yes or no? I also think the trailer for Ragnarok was very underwhelming and disappointing. It did look like a DLC to me. Cool, don't play it. I'll play it and watch it win awards. Like, I just, those takes are so odd to me. 
they're really odd to me. I I, I literally feel like <clears throat> I literally feel like d- there are people who don't see a trailer and ever say, "Oh yeah, that that was great." I, I'm dead serious. It's it's a it's a terminal a terminal cynicism in the gaming community. I remember watching I remember watching Horizon Forbidden West trailers and hearing the same thing. Looks like DLC doesn't look like they improved much. Oh cool, don't play it then. Go play something else. You know. I don't hate DLCs, so I'm gonna buy it. Yo, good morning, Pit Viper. You still know I'm gonna say no, right? Oh Mo, you will literally say no until the day it's installed on my PS5 and I'm streaming it, and then and only then will you concede. You will not you will not concede until the bitter end. You're gonna go all the way down with the ship. Robert Serrano tweeted an hour ago that state of play should be happening on the second of June. The second of June for is it the next state of play? In the well, is that gonna be God of War though? Are they gonna try to undercut Summer Games Fest and the and the Bethesda thing? Will you play Ragnarok completely on stream? I'm going to try. We did that with Forbidden West and it went okay. It was it was decent. It was decent. Hopefully between now and when God of Ra- God of War Ragnarok releases, we get a ton more of you homies to support the channel and tune in for that kind of stuff cuz gameplay has to have a presence here. We have to be able to play games. The trailer was disappointing to me and it looked like a DLC. That doesn't mean the actual game is going to feel like DLC. You gotta give reasons why it felt like a DLC. What what about what about this trailer? What about this trailer just looks like DLC to you? I'm I'm just curious. What I don't I don't understand. We we're seeing completely new mechanics of combat right there. We've seen at least three or four new biomes. We're seeing new options for Kratos. All new characters, all new storyline. This guy here that's like eleven feet tall. I don't. I don't understand what the DLC would be like. A little thirty-second thing of Kratos, you know, going into a new area and fighting one new enemy. I, I, I genuinely don't understand how it looks like DLC. Like I just don't get it. It's because it's in the same engine. Their DLC, Perfect Logic, right? I mean, I get what every sequel is going to look like DLC. Then same engine, slightly improved graphics, new stuff to go do. New experiences, new enemies. God of War is better than Horizon to me, says Mo. I will say that I think God of War is more worthy of award winning. I, I really do. I do. I think it's I think it's 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 higher at a higher caliber of game than Horizon. Twenty hours is not good, seventy dollars. Twenty dollars from a game is not worth seventy. Cool, man. Go play something else. That's my attitude these days with people like you. Go play something else then. You know, if 20 hours isn't enough, cool. Then save your money and go play something else. It's that simple. It's that simple. I will gladly play. I will gladly pay $70 for a 20 to maybe 25. If you go back and do completionist stuff, 20 to 25 hours, I'll gladly pay that. And, and, and you won't, and then you won't get to play it. Cool. I'm, I'm the benefactor in that, in that uh, exchange. You know, I'm the benefactor. You can sit on the sidelines and not play games on some weird idealistic position about game hours and and money spent, you know. 20 hours if you rush the main storyline. 
Yeah, if you play these games completionist, there's no way. Like, how does this look like DLC, right? Like, like, how does this look like DLC? Completely different character angles as far as how old Atreus is. She's really angry. Freya wants to fight you. This guy's turning into a mouthy teenager. This guy's spitting out who knows what. We're in a whole new a whole new era of time, right? We, we've still got him. Look at this. A whole new way of traversing the world. No boat anymore. Everything's frozen, and you're, you're going around on a boat instead of... I'm sorry, you're going around on a, a, a sled instead of a boat. Look at this! What is, where is that? With a whole... I just don't get it. I genuinely don't get it. I don't... I don't get how it looks like DLC. I was able to watch you play God of War. It was interesting. I couldn't stomach Horizon. If you switch the game types, you'd feel differently. What do you mean, Eugene? If you guys are just tuning in, we're combing over everything we know about God of War, Ragnarok, release date, news. The latest news being that they're gearing up for a big marketing push. They are hiring somebody to to basically spearhead that uh, and work on it as well as work on, uh, work on post-launch. Work on post-launch. Uh, activity as well so that's the latest news about God of War Ragnarok in addition to that we did a recap of everything that we know thus far Jason Schreier confirming that it's not getting delayed two different people that have worked on the game uh, a director and an art lead that both saying that the game is coming this year uh, and so that's 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 today's show we want to know what you think be sure to vote in the poll God of War Ragnarok is it launching in 2022 it's actually a 60-40 split right now Still a lot of people holding on to that idea that it's going to get delayed. What's good? Divine the God. Good morning to you over there on TikTok. Matt Hundreds putting Z's in the chat. Well, if it's sleepy, then go uh, go take a nap, maybe. Everyone who didn't like Horizon is off my Christmas card list, said Zubair. How dare you have a different opinion? What's good, Michael Hernandez? Putting coffee cups in the chat. Guys, First coffee order of the day gets printed and maybe even shipped today. You might get like a rush order because I've got the label literally sitting on the printer right now. We only got one order yesterday, and so I'm trying to slap another one on there. Halo DLC screwed up co-op and forge. It's a rip. Say what? On days like this, DLC stands for dumb laughable comment. God of War will slap. Kratos has the same face, DLC. Ragnarok didn't show enough new mechanics to what which wowed me. Also, you missed my last comment. All right, hang on, Doomslayer, hang on. I would expect a trailer for a sequel to show me several new mechanics, having a wow aspect at least. Horizon showed the glider, free climbing, underwater, new weapons, etc. Vastly improved graphics. Okay, well, the vastly improved graphics in in Ragnarok are, are undisputable. I, I you can't dispute that it doesn't look better. You've just got to be you got to look for the right things. If you look at the lighting, if you look at the shadows, if you look at the textures, it has very clearly been upgraded. But I mean, the challenge again is 2018 isn't that long ago, so you're going to have a hard time. Um, you're going to have a hard time making that look different. So I just saw one new mechanic. So not we, no, let's count the new mechanics, shall we? He used a grapple chain to grapple up to an area really, really fast. They have a quicker way of getting around, a more free-roam way of getting around with the sled. We've seen that. We've seen new uh, mechanics and new fighting options for uh, Loki. So we're up to three, uh, three new mechanics already and I've, I've not even I've not even combed over this trailer for new mechanics and I've already listed three and how many did you list 
for Horizon, right? Horizon showed, oh, new weapons. I've seen new attacks in this. I guess that would count, right, as as new weapons, right? I mean, maybe not, because I I do think the difference between the games, you have to give some credit and say, you're going to see new attacks from Loki, but you're not going to see a ton of new weapons for Kratos. And some of that they might want to leave as a surprise in in the game, right? So I, I don't know. I, they don't have to show you everything. The worry would be if they show you everything, they're going to remove all those surprises. It's nice sometimes to discover some brand new weapon or some new thing in the game. So I'll concede they showed less new stuff. I will. I'll concede that. I, I, I'm okay to concede that. But I also think the game type limits how much new stuff they can show because Kratos and his tool set and his and his and his fighting set isn't quite as uh, as built out as Aloy's. Also, a lot of what he does, he has to share with uh, Atreus. Atreus is doing a lot of the range and a lot of the magic stuff that he he can't. That grapple is the runic attack from God of War 2018 called Hyperion Grapple. It's not a new thing. So in God of War 2018, you could grapple up to cliffs. I'm not talking about grappling the enemies like. He grapples up to a cliff and goes up to it. It was a story reveal. That too, that too, you have to wait because Horizon Forbidden West did a handful of trailers. Ragnarok has done one. So you might be making an unfair comparison, Doom. You might be making an unfair comparison because God of War Ragnarok has literally shown what, I think this, this is the only trailer they've shown, have they not? And it's basically establishing the story and you could not grapple up only enemies. Okay, yeah, so that, that's, a new, that's a new traversal option. Again, you're not going to get free climbing with Kratos. It's not that kind of a game. So you have to give them time. I, I, I will say this, Doom. I expect them to show more. I think what you're saying to a certain degree is fair, Doom. I think what you're saying to a certain degree is fair. Okay, you've established a story. Cool, okay? What are you doing to, to like, ratchet this one up a bit? And I think it's tough, because the 2018 version of the game, if you've played it on PC or PS5, it's a beautiful game. You can't do much more to make it look good, right? You can't. Did we get a coffee order? We did. We did. Somebody's getting printed right now. Pit Viper. Pit Viper grabbing two light roasts. You are the man. You're the man. I like that is that this is this is customer service right here. You guys ready for this? You guys ready for this? He's literally going to get printed right now. Like I don't I don't typically do this. I don't typically do this, but I'm tired of wasting labels on these. When we get like one order, I'm like, "Ah, what a waste." So I'm going to do it right now. Look at any sequel of any game. It's never a completely different game. It's usually a new story with improved graphics and mechanics from the first. Do we call movie sequels deleted scenes? <laughs> I like that, Cliff. I like that. Horizon doesn't have free climb. It's arbitrarily limited. It's it's got it's got a pretty free a free a pretty good free climbing system. It's got a pretty good free climbing system, I would say. I would say. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's it's necessarily, you know, it's not free climbing like Breath of the Wild, right? Like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is like 100% free climb as long as you can get the stamina up. A $10 tip from East Coast Overlord through YouTube Super Chat. I expect God of War to launch in 2023 because every game gets delayed even if it doesn't plan 
to wait for PC because I hate and I'm bad using controller. Let's get the likes up. Let's get the likes up. Let's get a new member. We've gotten no new members yet today, but we have gotten our first coffee order. East Coast Overlord, you have to remember, thank you for the $10 tip, but you have to remember, it's already been delayed once. So it has been delayed. So I, I don't I don't I don't accept this idea that like, oh, it, it's gotta get delayed again. Give me one second. I'm fast. I'm fast. I'm printing this guy's order. So it's already been delayed. It's already been delayed one time. I don't. I just. I don't see it being delayed uh, uh, again. I don't. Like, look at the look at the poll results. Look at the poll results. If you guys haven't taken the poll yet, take the poll at the top of the chat. Is God of War Ragnarok release date? Is it 2022? It's it's a six. It's not even a 60 40 split. It's 58 42. I want to hear from the no's. There are so many people right now voting no. Why do you think this game's not launching this year? Rissick with a $20 tip. I bet we're going to see more trailers in the next couple of months. God of War could be out towards the holiday. Thank you for the $20 super chat. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. I'm going to put those labels out on the couch so those get shipped today. One second. If you've never ordered our coffee before, it's basically a small family business. My wife and kiddos bag it up and ship it to you. So use that coffee command in chat. The uh, the labels and bags are still under Rageless Roast. That might be changing, you know, sometime this year. We're looking into that, but we appreciate you supporting it. Use that coffee command or the coffee link below. Uh, if you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you need to try ours. So the God of War Ragnarok release date news that we covered, just to recap at the beginning of the stream, is that they're gearing up for a big marketing push. They're trying to hire somebody. We've covered all of the leaks, or not necessarily leaks, but like soft confirmations from a art director, from a from a destructionist lead, and Jason Schreier himself, the, you know, the Bloomberg guy who gets all the business, ins- all the inside information, right? You remember our bet? What? What if I? You? You got? Yeah, you got to pay me. You got to tip me fifty dollars, Doom, when I'm playing this game this year. You do. And if it doesn't, if it gets delayed out of this year, I have to eat a steak with ketchup on stream, which is going to be an absolute heartbreaker because steaks are so expensive. I've not bought one in a really, really long time. Hey, somebody else ordered some coffee. Thank you so much. One bag of light roast to Matt. Or Matthew. Thank you, Matthew, for ordering a bag of the light roast. That's the smoothest in the bunch, man. It is such good coffee. There you go. Keep those coffee orders and memberships rolling in. Appreciate everybody being here this morning and supporting the stream. If you've never been here before, I am a safe for work broadcaster. You can subscribe in confidence. People throw me on in the background like a uh, sort of like a gaming podcast. We're covering God of War Ragnarok release date right now. Then we'll be covering the Fortnite live event leaks. I'm seeing way more clues to, toward my MMORPG theory about Fortnite, that they're building an MMORPG. Then we're going to head over to radio and kick things off with Call of Duty Warzone 2 leaks. Lots of gaming news and information coverage and topics for you today. Reforge Radio is where we end up in the afternoon. This channel's topic-driven and gameplay-driven. Reforge Radio is news-driven, so more than just Call of Duty, we've got information about Deathloop sequel and what the voice actor said, as well as other gaming news that has been hitting in the last 24 hours. We may jump back into 
v rising depending on how these first two streams go do me a favor if you're enjoying the show it's free to smash the like button it's free to subscribe consider becoming a paying member we are trying to hit 600 members this month to make my wife play elden ring every friday night my wife and i stream together it's a blast make sure you check out the channel on friday nights also community game night was a blast last week with halo and next month we'll be doing fall guys because of the big fall guys announcement so they're going completely free to play and they'll be on like every platform except for mobile so very very exciting uh get fall guys next month and play with us get your membership lined up if you're not a member right now it's only five bucks a month matthew hitting a two-month milestone and renewing oh he's the one who just ordered some coffee morning lono just ran out of the frickmas blend and had to re-up thank you for re-upping and getting some more coffee and for supporting the family and the business i'll be right back don't go anywhere i'm it's got two seconds to move this this label out into the uh into the the the, the entertainment room so my wife will see it and bag those first two orders Matthew you weren't the first order so you're not getting you're not getting the quick uh, the quick shipment and the quick print hey somebody else ordered some coffee two bags of light roast to Michael there we go man the coffee's selling like crazy where are my members at we like to match the coffee orders with the members alright we've gotten three coffee orders where are the new members let's see some of those new members in chat do it quick maybe do it while I step away two seconds I'll be right back When my wife comes down to do like her workout, she'll see the labels sitting there and she will bag those orders up. So you're going to get yours really, really fast, uh, Matthew. Can't wait to get the Thor hammer. (laughs) Not polished to what Sony wants. I think God of War is definitely coming out first quarter 2023. They won so many awards, have so much hype around it. Why ship it out if it's not polished and almost perfect? Wasn't it like Sony's most sold game? What are you seeing? What reports or what information are you seeing that's telling you that this game isn't polished or ready to go? Like, where are you getting that information? Like, I've not seen anything. You, you literally, if, if you missed my open, if you missed my open, there was the lead destruction artist, Ruben Morales, said that the game's playable. It, it's, it's in a playable state, like his daughter played it. So what makes you think it's not polished? It took five years to create God of War 2018, a complete reinvention for the IP, and five years if it's 2023 for Ragnarok as well. There must be loads of new stuff. Sony's most sold game is Spider-Man, not God of War. Isn't the most sold game Morales, isn't it? It's, it's my, I thought it was Spider-Man Miles Morales, not just Spider-Man. I thought it was the second one. In any case, in any case... I agree with what you're saying, Doom. You have to consider something, and this is why I think the game is coming out this year. You just pointed out something very good about the five-year span. It'll be a four-year span if it launches this year. There was an article where we covered God of War PC port, and I, I, I deduced from this report that God of War Ragnarok PC release will be happening without shadow of a doubt, and the reason I concluded that is one of the developers said that they learned how to refine the pipeline and they change things in the development of Ragnarok because of things they learned porting the game to PC. So I believe that they they refined and sped up the process. I also think that means they've already laid the groundwork for God of War Ragnarok PC release. It's already built in now. They're like, oh, well, we learned all this stuff when we brought God of War 2018 to PC. 
So, you know, let's 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 implement that into Ragnarok. Playable's different than polished. I don't disagree with you, Donovan, but it took them five years to build God of War 2018 using the same engine and assets. So think of how that jump-started development. They didn't have to build the engine, the models, the combat systems. They didn't have to build any of that. They got to reuse all those assets, and they've had four years. So in five years' time, they built, they built God of War 2018. They've had four years to build Ragnarok, which is using all of the existing assets, engine, and they, they implemented a, a, a an upscale of 4K checkerboard and 60 FPS to God of War on the PS5. So they were already testing what sort of performance increases they could get from the game on the PS5. So I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, this game is ready. This game is ready. They're, 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 they're just putting the spit shine on it right now. Delay it to give it further polish, crush any bugs that may have missed, and let the console supply drought soften even more. Or, hang with me, T-Tube, be the only big title this holiday season. Do you have any idea how well this game's going to sell as being the only holiday available title? They will dominate the Game Awards, which is another round of marketing that makes a ton of people buy it. They don't need to wait for the, the, the console demand to soften. Have you looked at any of the reports? Every time PS5 gets more of their consoles in circulation, there's this big surge of sales for all their titles. They don't need to wait at all for that. Did you discount for sicky time? More like three real years? I, I don't know. It depends on the developers you bear. I don't want to presume they lost an entire year. A lot of companies adapted fairly quickly to what happened and were able to, and were able to maintain you know workflow. Forspoken is this holiday? Okay, do you think Forspoken... Okay, I'll give you Forspoken. But Ragnarok is, is, is a dadgum giant in comparison. There's nothing there other than Forspoken. And, he, and, he, and even Forspoken, it's a new IP. So it's, 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 it's got less... It's got less uh, loyalty, less uh, brand awareness, less, you know, less, less people know about it than know about God of War. God of War, Ragnarok, Christopher Judge, Kratos, Axter, Injury, Delay. Did people forget this? Yeah, that was another thing that, that, that caused delay. So yeah, that does shrink the development window. Eugene is saying it would have been out last year. Oh, this is good context. Thank you for actually adding this. Let's, let's add this Let's add this to the, to the context, okay? So the, the voice actor for Kratos, Christopher Judge indicated that the game would have been out in 2021 if not for a back injury that he suffered and they halted production okay they halted production so he he all but confirmed that the game was on track until he had this injury yo jay huddy 2410 jay huddy with the first new membership today welcome to reforge gaming Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Thank you so much for doing that. Guys, don't forget, we're we're at like 513 members. If we get to 600 members this month, my wife has to play Elden Ring. If you have not watched me play games with her on Friday night, you are missing out. She is very mean and roasts me up, and we have an absolute blast. We throw back some drinks and have some laughs. You really want to make her play Elden Ring. She, we need to humble her, please. We don't have gifted memberships yet. That's coming. Let's get the 600 members without. What's with? Let's do it without. 
So right now, if you've never done a membership on YouTube, you can click the join button or type exclamation point join in the chat. Help us hit that goal and help us make her play Elden Ring. And as a member, you get two extra streams a week. To the non-members, we still do two and three shows a day, Monday through Friday, that are not members only. Don't worry. And then you get to go over in radio and get like a, a third or fourth show over there as well that's not members only. It appears that 2018 God of War was delayed because of the same voice actor, Sus. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Did he get hurt back then too? You mean you have drinks and she roasts you? Yeah, I have drinks and she roasts you. That, that's correct. And she roasts me. That's correct. Hogwarts is also coming this year, so God of War is not alone. Maybe. I'm telling you right now, right? Judging by YouTube views, Hogwarts is a much bigger game than God of War, but it's multi-platform, so it makes sense. It's Harry Potter, homie. And there's also controversy surrounding the game because everyone's like, don't buy the game, it supports J.K. Rowling. You know, I can't wait. I can't wait for the Bungie blog about that. I can't wait for Bungie to, to make a blog there's not a muzzle big enough in the world for them, apparently. So I can't wait for their blog about how people shouldn't support Hogwarts Legacy. That's my uh, that's my that's my favorite blog. I'm looking forward to that Bungie blog. Make uh, your wife eat a Carolina Reaper pepper and play as a wretched class at the same time. I don't want to hurt my wife's mouth. I just want to hurt her pride. <laughs> I don't want to hurt her her physically. I just want to hurt her pride. <laughs> Hogwarts, Saints Row, Gotham Knights. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually have doubts about Hogwarts launching this year. I I just, I don't know. Listen, other than God of War that has had lots of confirmation it's coming out, anything slated for fourth quarter of this year, I have doubts about. I'm like, I don't know. You know. Zubair says down Satan. People in chat are mean today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation Premium is not intended for the hardcore gamer uh, who already has all the Sony exclusives. It's for the casual market. Yeah, you have to understand the the amount of people who have not played all the big PlayStation titles, they outweigh... Like, let's imagine you've played every big PlayStation title. Both Spider-Man games, God of War, Days Gone, Horizon Zero Dawn, Death Stranding, all the Uncharted. You just check, 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 check. You check all those boxes. I got news for you. You're the minority. Most of the people on the PlayStation platform have played half or less of those titles, and they're going to be thrilled to get all of them for eight bucks a month. They're going to be thrilled. Gotham looks like uh, Comb, the slow move. I'm telling you, man, Gotham Knights, I don't know what the frick they did to that game. You're beautiful. It's Pico! Pico de Gallo over there on TikTok. What's good, Pico? I still need to get a different phone and cable. I never see what you guys say over there. Hey, another member jumping in. Solid Snake jumping back in as a member, getting a blue badge. Thank you, Solid Snake, for doing that. Guys, if you're enjoying the show, smash that thumbs up button. We only need 30 more likes to hit a like milestone of 200. That does help out the video. Your likes, your subs, your your members, all of it helps. So thank you so much for being here and enjoying the show, contributing to the conversation. Vote on the poll at the top of the chat. God of War Ragnarok release date. Is it launching in 2022? 58 to 42%. Come on. Where are my my optimists at? All these pessimists, man. All these doubters. 
If there's one thing uh, gamers don't like being told, it's not to play a game because of politics. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to have time for all these games. Anyone that has not joined needs to watch the first Nintendo Sports Night, says YouTube Lurker. Madam proving she can replace Lono on the mic is worth the membership. Yeah, if you become a member, you can go back and watch those VODs. So for five bucks, you can go back and watch my wife and I play Nintendo Switch Sports and, and watch her just absolutely roast me up. What's the boss for Kratos in God of War? I, I don't know. Thor shows up, but I don't know if it's Thor. Even the way Nightwing walks in the secret base is odd. Something just looks weird about it. I'm telling you right now, they built Gotham Knights on a mobile engine. That's what I think happened. I think Gotham Knights was being built for mobile. That Marvel game, right? There's a Marvel mobile game. I think they were building Gotham Knights for mobile. And then they they, they either saw the response to Diablo Immortal or they saw the potential like, hey, this engine's really adaptable to PC. Let's bring it over to PC. If you look at a lot of the UI, there's like UI options that you can turn on that they showcase in the one trailer. And it looks like a mobile game. And it's because I think they... I think it's because they, they they built a mobile game first. And they're building on that now. That's my theory about Gotham Knights. Alana Pierce said, don't worry, so I don't worry. I, I think she's fantastic. So if she's... Yeah, she's what... She was a writer. So she says not to worry. I mean, it's... We're good to go. We're good to go. I trust her. I just realized yesterday that Arkham Knight was made on Unreal Engine 3 three man it looks so good so good for back then they glide in combat well and that's what you do in a mobile game like a lot of the animations are stripped out of mobile games to minimize you know processing so you can you know have your character moving around flipping around running around it simplifies the engagements I do think it will hit this year but I wish it would wait until next year because it's not beating Elden Ring for anything I actually have a theory that Ragnarok is going to sweep because of two giant unfair reasons, okay? Hear me, hear me say this. Hear me say this. I think Ragnarok's going to be a massive, just awesome, stupendous game, but I think it's going to sweep the game awards for two reasons that are completely unfair. Number one, it's going to have the advantage of being the most recent thing. It'll be fresh in everybody's minds. The, the, the original score, the cutscenes, the story, the combat, the big boss moments. That's going to be so fresh in everybody's mind. The second and incredibly unfair advantage it's going to have is the gaming review media is going to be able to consume and beat this in a much better pace and a more exhaustive way than they were able to with Elden Ring. And it's going to give it a massive advantage in the Game Awards. Yeah, recency bias. It's going to have recency bias. It's going to have accessibility bias, completion bias. There's going to be so much that gives Ragnarok advantages over Elden Ring. And I'm not saying that Ragnarok isn't going to be deserving of awards. I can already tell just by looking at it, like, yeah, you guys are going to win a ton of awards. What I'm saying is, is that Elden Ring has a tough hill to climb. Elden Ring had uh, performance issues when it launched. Elden Ring wasn't completed by everybody. At the very least, it wasn't exhaustively completed by everybody because of difficulty. Elden Ring is going to be a distant memory by then. 
Now you're saying tube T tube seventy saying it's too good to be forgotten. Recency bias won't hurt it. I do think Elden Ring landed exactly how I anticipated it landing. It landed as an industry disruptor to a certain extent. Like it landed in a way that I said it was going to be looked back on like how we look back on Skyrim. I think that's happening. If you read the reviews, if you read the narrative surrounding Elden Ring, it's the greatest open world game ever made. It's it's th- This is now the archetype for open world games, right? And so I, I do think it landed how I anticipated it landing, which I think will help it. But I think Eugene's bringing in another great thing is Elden Ring lacks narratively. Right, like it's hard to even know what in the world's going on. I think people are going to be very attached to the God of War, Ragnarok story, the characters, everything that happens. It's so meaningful. It's that big, huge, epic music. Do, do, do. That music hits and, you know, Kratos is walking around. Boy. And everyone's going to just remember that and think, oh, that was impactful. And it's going to give it a huge advantage. East Coast Overlord with a $10 tip through YouTube Super Chat says, Ragnarok does not win unless it launches day and date on PC. Uh, even if more journalists beat it, it cannot match the commercial success and reach of Elden Ring without at least two platforms. I don't agree. I don't agree. <clears throat> reach and commercial success play a role, but PlayStation has won so many times. PlayStation has won Game of the Year so many times with limited reach. For goodness sake, Sekiro won. I mean, like, that has limited reach. They didn't sell... Sekiro didn't sell even close to what Elden Ring did, and Sekiro won. You realize God of War outsold all souls prior to Elden Ring? Yeah, the PlayStation player base is huge. You know, I'm gonna take that action. I think Ragnarok out outsells Elden Ring. I think it'll outsell Elden Ring. Elden Ring hit 13 million units its first month. I think Ragnarok surpasses that. Secure was multi-plat. No, 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 Cliff. I was talking total sales, though, Cliff. Sekiro was multi-plat. I was just talking total sales. Like, Sekiro had a limited reach of commercial success, and it won. It's a, it would be considered a pretty non-mainstream title, is the point I was making. I wasn't saying Sekiro was Sony only. No way. It's limited to one platform. Ragnarok will outsell Elden Ring, homie. I think it will. First month, it'll surpass 13 million units. There's so many people that have PlayStations. So many people bought the first one. Incoming 10 million copies in the first month. All these games that won, won in years where there was no Elden Ring. Elden Ring's good, but it's not that good. It's not like it would win every single year. All of the Souls had 30 million in sales at the time that God of War hit 30 million. No, not many PS5 owners to outsell Elden Ring. You do realize that this game is launching on PS4 and PS5, right? You guys are forgetting that. Are you forgetting our coverage about God of War Ragnarok has cross-gen support? There's like 120 million PlayStation 4 is in circulation. God of War 2018 has sold 30 million copies. If half of those people buy the sequel, it beats Elden Ring in the first month. If half of the people that bought the first God of War buy the second one, they've already beat Elden Ring. 
half. Maybe I'm being overly zealous here, but God of War 2018, you, you, you need half of those people to say, well, yeah, give me the next one. That's all you need. Look at how Spider-Man fed Miles Morales insane commercial success. You know what I'm saying? Like 2018 God of War feeding Ragnarok. It's going, I'm telling you, the commercial success of this game is going to be insane. It may not pass it in the first month, but it'll pass it eventually, I think. I think over time it will outsell Elden Ring. Because it's just, it's so many people. I am not discounting Elden Ring's commercial success, by the way. The fact that a From Software game hit 13 million sales in its launch month is nuts. That's crazy big. That's crazy good. You guys know I love Elden Ring. I love that game. I'd play that dadgum game every day if I could. I love it. I just, I want to be in that world. Not when the Elden Ring DLC drops. A DLC could help, for sure, Steven Skull. It's kind of what I was just saying. Spider-Man Miles is one of the best-selling games. It's PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, and it got, I guarantee you, it, it was, it, it did well because it got, it kind of got fed an automatic boost. People that love Spider-Man just automatically bought Miles Morales, and then everybody else that loves Miles bought it. Elden Ring was hugely successful for a FromSoft game. It's ma- yeah, massively successful for a From Software game. How do we... Come on, boys. Let's... Come on, boys and, and girls. Come on, ladies. We need six more likes. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to tell you guys about this. My daughter is so adorable. I absolutely adore her. I love her so much. Like, she made me little notes to encourage me, and they're still on my desk because she's practicing her cursive. Courage, dear heart. It's what Aslan constantly says to Lucy. And I say it to her when she's being... Uh, despondent or sad and she made me these notes a couple of weeks ago so that they're on my desk and it just reminded me to tell you guys this it just reminded me to tell you guys this she says she says to her mama she says you know what we should do she says i'll do extra drawings and notes i'll do one for every bag of coffee they order she's like and that way people order more coffee and we'll get more money (laughs) her little mind She's already thinking about the value add. She's like, if they order two bags, I'll give them two drawings. If they order three, I'll give them three drawings. She's like, and you'll sell more coffee. She's like, did you tell your stream yet? I'm like, oh no, I'm so sorry, I forgot. She's like, you better tell them. She's like, you're going to get, I forget what she threatened me with. She threatened me with like bodily harm. (laughs) Her little mind, man. She's she's thinking things. Let me tell you another cute story about her, because I, I love her to death. We're out. We are. I got two cute stories about my kids. You got You got to just deal with it. You know, we're talking about God of War anyway. You know, boy, it's all about family. We're out getting ready to play some soccer, and I've noticed that they learn better instincts for soccer by just playing keep away. They just they're just developing better instincts of like try to keep the ball and pass it to your partner. So I pair up with her. My wife pairs up with the boy, and she's like. The next night, she wanted to play keep away, but we didn't have my wife. So she's like, oh, well, we'll play every man and woman. She said, no, every man and warrior for themselves. And I was like, I respect that energy so much. Like she didn't want to (laughs) say she didn't want to say every man and woman for for themselves. She switched women to warrior. (laughs) I'm like, all right, all right. You're going to run a company someday. I can tell. I can I can tell you've you've got you've got you've got bigger energy than me. All right, every every man or warrior for themselves. And then my son, 
My son roasted me up so good in the car the other day. We were coming home from uh, we, from church. We've been having to gather somewhere else for a little bit because we're there's been some construction, and there's this really, really, really easy to miss exit. There, there. It's infuriating. There's no sign. They did something. They did some construction. They tore down the sign for the exit, and they've never put it back. So if you're not paying attention, there's just this random exit with no sign. And I missed it. And buddy, if you miss it, you gotta go way out of your way before you can turn around. It's just one of those terrible stretches of highway where if you miss your exit, you're screwed, right? I missed the exit. And he and I are going home together. My wife went with somebody else. They were going to like a baby shower or something. Uh, her and my daughter were going to a baby shower. So it's just me and my boy. We uh, we got our we got our lunch. We had our lunch. We had our Chipotle, and now we're headed home, and I missed the exit, and I'm furious. I'm like, oh, I was like, I can't believe I missed it. I was like, I can't believe there's no sign there. And as we get on this stretch of highway where I realize how far we're going to have to drive out of our way, like we come around this bend and come down through this clearing, and I see like nothing for miles, I just, I get so angry, and I start ranting. I start ranting about it, and he from the back of the car says, it's over. And I'm like, what? Because I'm like, what, what are you saying? He's like, it's over, dude. Stop talking about it. <laughs> I, I was like, it was probably the best gut check I've ever gotten from a kid. I was like, you're, you're right. And I just stopped talking. I just went the rest of the way and no more complaining, no more ranting, just... Out of the mouth, out of the mouth of babes. This kid just, it's over, dude. He called me dude. It's over, dude. Quit talking about it. Just roasted me up, bro. (laughs) Six years old. He's ready. He's ready for the world, dude. He's ready. Six years old. It's over. (laughs) What do you, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Oh, man. I was like, I absolutely, I had, I respected him like as, as an equal in that moment. Like you're a man, you're well ahead of your, your, your days. You are a man already. You are ready, bro. <laughs> What's his new stream name? Whew. He hit me good. It was such a good hit. Cause it wasn't even, it wasn't even disrespectful. It wasn't. It was just like, bro, what are you shit? What are you doing? Just get over it. We need your son to sit in the Elden Ring streams. <laughs> I'm like ranting about a boss. That's what I'm talking about, guys. These animations. These animations. It's over, bro. It's over. Stop talking about it. Jiminy. I wish I could bottle that energy. I wish I could. He was just totally over. He's like, it's not a big deal, bro. Like, we're just going to have to drive down and turn around. I was like, if I could have that energy every day, my gosh, I could take over the world. So that's two cute stories of my kids. Sorry, had to share them. Had to share them. So if you want more drawings from my daughter, order more coffee. You know, order order two or three bags, and she'll give you a drawing for each bag. My wife's like, maybe we should just do boxes. She's like, no, mama, no. <laughs> She's like, they'll order more. <laughs> She's so confident in her drawing abilities. <laughs> oh, man. Horizon and God of War are greater than Elden Ring. Lono, God of War 2018 sold 20 million copies in four years. Elden Ring sold 13 million in one month. No way Ragnarok's going to outsell. Oh, no, it will. It will. It will, and here's why, Doomslayer. 
God of War Ragnarok is going to be the benefactor, okay? It's going to be the benefactor of the success of 2018 to the same degree that Miles Morales was the benefactor of the success of Spider-Man. Do you understand the logic? Like, 2018 God of War is actually going to be the reason Ragnarok surpasses Elden Ring. Because you have a bunch of people already invested and buying like that. Right away. Boom. No question. Elden Ring total sales is already at 13 million. Ragnarok was around 20 million as of this year. Uh, I'm sorry, God of War 2018. Ragnarok will not pass Elden Ring until it hits PC. It was 25 million in sales prior to PC, says Eugene. Yeah. So you have 25 million people. If half of those people buy, if just a little less than half of those people buy, you already have 10 million in sales like that. And then there's everybody else who's like, I gotta, I gotta get in on this game. Everybody's been talking about God of War Ragnarok. Everybody's been talking about God of War Ragnarok. Like, do you see the, lo- see the logic that I'm applying? They already have a consumer base that will buy. Why do you think Elden Ring did so well? you had this massive swell of people who had already bought and played and loved all the Dark Souls games. So you get those immediate purchases. You get immediate purchases. The same thing's going to happen with Ragnarok. There's going to be immediate purchases of, I would say, at least 8 or 9 million just automatic buys. Just give me the next one. And then there's everybody else. There's everybody else that between 2018 and 2022 have become like, oh, I got a PS5, or think about every single PS5 owner. What kind of adoption rate do you think you're going to get on PS5? Then you got to think about you, you know your PS4. What kind of an adoption rate do you think you're going to get on PS4? This game is going to be in front of everybody's face. It sold 19.5 by October 2021. I think this is a good debate. I actually think this is a good debate because I love, I love Elden Ring, but I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, God of War Ragnarok is going to take names. It's going to absolutely take names because they, it's, it's, it's an established game. What did, um, what Forbidden West do out of curiosity? What did Forbidden West have in Zero Dawn going into Forbidden West launch? I'm curious what sort of translation we got there. Like, total sales of Zero Dawn leading into Forbidden West launch, and then what did Forbidden West get get month one? If I get a PS4, will I get the PS5 for free, or will it be a $10 upgrade? This will be the last time you get that free upgrade, Butters. As far as I know, this will be the last time. I don't know if they've officially confirmed it, but I'm imagining that this will be the last time. This is the last cross-generation supported uh, PlayStation game. First-party PlayStation game, I should say. There'll there'll be plenty of games that continue to come out that land on both PS4 and PS5. This is the last first-party game that's going to land on both. God of War 2018 was a reboot and was a commercial success. Its sequel is going to hunt heads and sales. That's what I'm saying, Johnny. That's what I'm saying. People are lumping in God of War titles. It has not surpassed 25 million. Oh. God of War was released for PS4 2018 and it sold 19.5 million copies as of August 2021, according to Sony. So when it said God of War was released in April of 2018 and sold 19.5 copies, where you're saying... What are you saying? Where? Who's adding in all of the God of Wars? Oh, Texas, you're saying to get to 25 million, they're adding in the previous titles. I understand. Thank you for the clarification. That's still a lot of dadgum copies. 
Horizon Zero Dawn had 20 million. Horizon Forbidden West sales have not been released yet. Okay. Zero Dawn did sell. Okay, so going into Forbidden West, Zero Dawn had sold 20 million. So very similar figures. Industry analysis, industry analysts are using revenue numbers to get to the 25 plus, says Eugene. Okay, Texas, your claim is being pushed back against. Eugene is saying they're using revenue and they're that that and they're using that to say it's around 25 million. They're not including God of War, the earlier titles. If you're just tuning in, we're debating whether or not God of War Ragnarok will outsell Elden Ring in its first month. The basic argument is the people that think Elden Ring will not be outpaced is because it's landing and has landed on multiple platforms. Ragnarok will only be PS4 and PS5. My argument and pushback is that God of War 2018 has sold somewhere between 20 and 25 million units since it sold, which means if roughly a half to a third of those people buy this game automatically, they're already nipping at the heels of the 13 million copies that Elden Ring sold, putting them around, I don't know, 9 or 10 million copies sold automatically for Ragnarok. On top of that, I think a good estimate of all the people who bought God of War 2018, I think a good estimate is 8 to 10 million of them will automatically buy Ragnarok. That means you just need another 4 million people, roughly, to buy this game for it to surpass Elden Ring. And I think that will happen because of the massive amount of people who own PS4s, as well as PS5 has got good saturation. Not great, it's gotten better. That's a lot of people that are going to buy almost automatically because... Think of the drought right now. They want a game. They want a game to play on their PS5. I love when you do the if you're just tuning in thing because I literally just tuned in and it helps so much. I try to watch viewership and when we have a viewership spike, I try to do that to orient anybody that's new. I'm a safer work broadcaster if you've never been here before. Hit subscribe so you can talk in chat. Take the poll at the top of the chat. Smash like. A lot of people throw me on in the background like video game podcasts. We will be doing another show today about the Fortnite leaks I think it's pointing more to the theory that Fortnite's building an MMORPG. We'll talk about that in our second show. The third show of the day will be over on Reforge Radio. That's our show that's more geared for news. Here on this channel, we mainly stick to a single topic. We're going to be kicking off that show with Call of Duty Warzone 2 leaked details in addition to the Deathloop lead voice actor talking about how there might not be a sequel, at least not anytime soon, as well as information about Warframe securing a new IP. So we got a lot of gaming news. We can't really do gaming news on this show because we stick to one topic and just kind of beat the thing to death until it's time to move on. I've been here quite a bit, and uh, from what I can say, I just figured I'd let you know. Keep up the good work. Thank you, J. Cal. I appreciate that. If it had sold 25 million, Sony would let us know. It hasn't. This is pointless. Well, they won't release sales figures though until they're concrete. Is the issue like it's between 20 and 25 million? I, in my, you know, based on what the analysis are saying. Here we have more exact comparisons. God of War 2018 sold 5 million in the first month. Elden Ring sold 13 million. Do you really think Ragnarok? will uh, have more than a 2.5 jump in sales. It's not a fair comparison. It's not a fair comparison, uh, Doom, for a couple of reasons. Number one, that was four years ago. There was less PS4s in circulation back there than there are now, so you had less of a potential audience to buy. The commercial success of the From Software games has been long-standing, so they had a massive audience automatically buying Elden Ring. Look at the sales numbers for Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 
add them all up, okay? Now, that's not individual people, but if you add all those up, add all, up, all, all of the Sekiro purchases, as well as Bloodborne, that's a massive amount of people who were automatically buying Elden Ring. So, I think that's analogous to saying roughly 20 million people are potentially just automatically buying Ragnarok. What percentage of those people are buying Ragnarok month one? I think a very healthy percentage of that 20 million is buying right away. Why? Look at the dadgum drought we're in. Look, imagine having a PS5 right now and, and waiting for a big PS5 release. What did you get this year? Forbidden West. That That's basically it. Now, I'm not saying PS5 has been slack, but there, just like Series X, there has been a lack of big first-party next-gen titles. People are going to be dying to buy this game just on PS5 alone. Then consider everybody with a PS4 who bought and played 2018 uh, God of War. You're, that's the comparison I'm making. Elden Ring walks onto the battlefield with this massive army of people behind them, and they sell like crazy. Ragnarok is going to step onto the battlefield with 20 plus million people potentially behind them just automatically buying. That doesn't include all the people who bought a PS5 and are just waiting for this game. They're just dying for something to play. There's people that haven't even played the first God of War that will buy this just because of all the hype. I didn't buy uh, God of War 2018. I played it off PS Plus. I'll be pre-ordering you just need 3.9 you just need 3.9 million more and we're there. When was this tweeted? This was tweeted December. According to PlayStation database, God of War Ragnarok is coming September 30th, maybe just a placeholder. Yeah, I don't like looking at those database placeholders. I don't. Havoc says, if you use the argument of more people on Sony, doesn't that mean the inverse can also be true? The PC market is growing way faster than PS5 sales in the Asian market. Shouldn't PC having more people and them not being able to play Ragnarok take away from its ability to win Game of the Year? No. Game of the Year is not purely based on commercial quantity of sales. It's not purely based on that. Horizon 2 has the most impressive open world to date. I'm not going to argue with you about that. That's subjective. I think God. I think Elden Ring's open world is the best open world game I have ever played. And I've played practically all of them. I mean, I've played every Assassin's Creed with the exception of Unity. I played Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West, both Spider-Man games, Ghost of Tsushima, Days Gone, some of the best open world games, Breath of the Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. And I'm telling you, I think, I don't, I don't see things the way you see it. I see that Elden Ring is the greatest open world game that I, that I have ever played. This is not the first exclusive game. Has it ever mattered in previous years of awards? No, I don't think it has because they Sony's won plenty of times. Sony has won Game of the Year plenty of times to throw out this idea that like limited commercial reach is going to hurt its ability. When somebody brought that up, I pushed back and said, Homie, Ragnarok is going to outsell Elden Ring. I think it's going to outsell Elden Ring. No question. It's... I don't know. There's just there's a broader reach of accessibility potential. The, 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 the amount of people who bought the first one. I, I just think there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things in its corner. A lot. We're getting really, really good results today. A lot of people are coming in from 
a Destiny video, whatever. Uh, but people are searching for God of War Ragnarok and finding us. So if you came in from a YouTube search or a suggest, thank you so much for being here. We greatly appreciate that support. If you have pushed subscribe or the like button, that supports me, the video, and the channel. Thank you very much. We have had some new members today. We appreciate those new members. We've gotten about, it looks like about, I don't know, between 8 and 10 new subscribers. And uh, the membership continues to climb. Consider doing a membership. It's 5 bucks a month. And it helps us get closer to making my wife play Elden Ring. We're at 517. We're almost down. We 83 more members, and my wife has to play Elden Ring. We're almost to the 80 countdown. Just a few days ago, we were at the 100 countdown. So we're moving. The membership is moving. If you've never done a membership before on YouTube, I know YouTube is different. Most people just consider either doing YouTube premium or watching ads. Live streamers, we don't run ads. And we, we, we make that up with membership. It's a great way to keep us doing what we're doing. That's why we do extra content for members. And we appreciate everybody who's jumping in. I agree God of War is going to be more accessible than Elden Ring. I think Elden Ring has a stigma and keeps people hesitant from playing, says Nefitz. Three of the top selling, three of the top best-selling games, three of the top six best-selling games this year are Sony, says Eugene. God of War selling more than Elden Ring? I don't know about that. You know what's amazing? You know my favorite part about this debate is? The fact that we're debating whether or not God of War Ragnarok will outsell a FromSoft game. Do you, like, I want you to think about what that means, like, what that means for From Software. You talk about sitting high on the horse right now. The fact that we are hotly debating whether or not one of the biggest Sony franchises will beat a FromSoft game. That is such a feather in From Software's cat, man. Even even if Ragnarok wins, even if I'm right, which I've got a decent track record with these things. So even if I'm right, <laughs> that's still a massive feather in their cat that they were the crown to take. They were the they were the king of the year to beat. And it, listen, if I end up being wrong, I'm okay with that. I really am okay with that. I'm like Good for you, man. Good, good for you, Elden Ring. Gee, many Christmas. What a monster. Now, they could do DLC. They could do DLC before Ragnarok comes out, which would, which, which could make it a little bit harder. I'm, I'm just talking first month. That 13 million in the first month. This is why we don't compliment him. Shut up, Zubair. Matt hitting a 16-month milestone. Thank you for renewing your membership. Over a year. Nice. Welcome back in. Armored Core 6 will outsell Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok? I don't know about that. It certainly is Elden Ring's game of the year to lose. It certainly feels that way. It certainly feels that way. The nice thing about being on PlayStation is we get to play both. From wasn't niche after Dark Souls 3. It just really dispels the notion, doesn't it, Eugene? People thinking that From Software games are niche. You know what I mean? I own all the consoles, and I'm feeling uh, in a drought. Oh, yeah, even owning all the consoles, the the drought is there. It's easy to feel. Freddie Jackson hitting a 14-month milestone and doing a Tier 3. That's so kind of you to have a higher tier membership. Um, Thank you so much for doing that. God of War, Elden Ring, I'm just happy that awesome games are coming out. I agree with you, Freddie. I totally agree with you. You guys and gals that do the Tier 2, Tier 3, and above memberships, we are thinking through things that we could do with that. We think Friday nights, where Madam and I are playing games together, 
we actually think something that we're going to do is we're going to run out of really good co-op games so we could start to let people that are at the higher tiers make us play games. We could probably play three or four games on a Friday night, right? Take, take turns playing Shovel Knight or something. Who the frick knows? Take turns playing Jump King and do that for 30 or 40 minutes and then go to the next game. We're thinking about that. We want to make sure it's scalable. I don't want somebody picking that tier of membership and then having to wait too long to get their game chosen, right? It's it's not a value if you like you become a member in February and you have to wait until October because we have such a backlog of game requests. So we are thinking through how to scale that, right? We are thinking through how to scale that gonna be jump king every week well we would obviously say we gotta rotate games out you can't make us play the same games every week that wouldn't be very fun like you know certain certain games would be funny once and then you know let it sit for a few months have y'all looked into we were here for co- the the, uh, the co-op series i we'd have to have two systems i don't even know is that does, does, does that this does, does we were here launch on consoles or is it a pc only game there's so many games out there right now you people are crazy says garrett you don't have to have a new game every week well, I think when people say drought, it indicates something about the market, Crazy Green. Or, I'm sorry, Garrett Green. Crazy Green, I don't know why I called you that. You're crazy! Um, I think it's because the perception is if you don't get those big releases, they don't look at the little releases. They don't. And I think that's common in the market. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think plenty of people say, yeah, no, no nothing's really coming out. And, and I, I get it. I 100% get it. I, I understand why people feel that way. They feel as though they feel as though there's there's just not much happening, mainly because the AAA titles aren't hitting, and I think that's how many people in the in the in the consumer base feel that way. We're talking about big games when we say drought. Yeah, yeah, big games. I'm doing tier three to support you. Thank you, Freddie. I appreciate that. When we say drought, we're talking about new releases. Obviously, there are many great games released that I haven't played yet. I'm telling you what, if you're curious, we might get into V Rising again today. That little game, that, that little game is really, really good. It is really fun. It's basically Vampire Valheim, isometric Vampire Valheim. Like, it's so good. I was really enjoying myself yesterday. Eugene says, I'm snobby. I don't give uh, about your low budget side scroller. <laughs> The fact that people are saying drought tells you what kind of absurd golden age we're living in. I don't have an amazing game to play this month. <laughs> Mick Do9 says, I still think Ragnarok wants to repeat its 2018 Game of the Year victory and will avoid this year because of Elden Ring. I'm thinking Ragnarok releases in 2023. No. No. They wouldn't have said 2022. They wouldn't have doubled down on 2022 with staff coming out and saying 2022 if they were quote-unquote scared of Elden Ring. They will be one of the biggest, if not one of the only big releases for Holiday. They'll be like one of the only big releases for Holiday. Other than like, what, Forspoken? Other than Forspoken, there's like nothing coming out this Holiday. That's a massive, massive win. And all that free marketing? So let's just say that, that the September release date holds. The, the speculated September release date. Let's just say God of War Ragnarok hits in September, and then you get all that sales, all that press, all the reviews. Game Awards come around a couple months later. 
and they get nominated, they're back in the press circuit right before the holidays again. I just, yeah, if God of War releases next year, there's going to be competition too, Spider-Man 2. There's so many games that are getting bumped next year. If you honestly, let's just grant your premise that they're worried about game of the year. I got to tell you, if they're worried about game of the year, like next year is when the competition heats up. Like everything's hitting next year. 2023 is going to be a monsoon of games. It's going to be a monsoon of games. So even if you're right that they're considering game of the year, I actually think their best contention, their best chances are this year. I know Elden Ring is a heavy hitter in the ring for sure, but <laughs> there, there, there is Hogwarts is a sleeper. Not from what I've seen. No, I don't think so. 2022 is supposed to be full of games, but everything got delayed. Late 2022 into 2023 is also looking to be pretty good. Awards are like records in sports. They are great to get, but they aren't the goal. I think over the next four years, game awards will be a factor. I don't think they're a huge factor right now. I don't think they're a huge factor right now. Not everyone likes Elden Ring. Game of the Year is more about sales numbers. It's about which game is more critically acclaimed, and God of War stands as a much better chance with critics and Elden Ring. Sean, I would have agreed with you beginning of this year. I would have. But Elden Ring got media darling treatment. Elden Ring got media darling treatment. It could do no wrong. It got nines and tens, brother. We were saying next year is a monsoon of games in 2021 as well, and here we are. As soon as there's a dip, everybody starts shouting, drought, no games. I don't remember saying 2021 was going to be a monsoon. I don't remember. I might I might have thought that, oh, everything from 2020 is going to hit next year, but this year was supposed to be the monsoon, and it all got kicked to, the, it all got kicked to next year. I think we hype and buzz impressions from awards will start to get noticed by stakeholders and it will drive motion for obtaining more awards. It Takes Two won Game Awards last year. That game didn't sell 25 million copies. That's right. Sekiro won most uh, game of the year the year it came out. God of War will have to suck hard for it not to get the same media darling treatment though, which I feel will make it a bigger contender. Well, earlier this is what I said, Sean. Earlier this is what I said. I said that I think Ragnarok has a chance of taking uh, game of the year. I think they have a chance to completely sweep the awards for a couple of reasons. Number one, right? Number one, I think, I think that, I think they'll have the recency, they'll have the the, the recent bias, and they will also have, they will also have completion bias. So I think they're going to have both. They're going to have more people completing the game than completed that, right? And beyond that, beyond that, they're going to have people 
also, also, people thinking that, like, oh, this was just such a better story. I actually want to add a third thing. You're going to have recency bias, completion bias, and I think you're going to have narrative strength bias. That's what I, that's what I think is going to happen. I, I do think that God of War Ragnarok could potentially sweep all of the game awards, right? Or a large portion of the game awards for those three reasons. It'll be extremely recent. It'll get completed by way more people. It'll get completed by... In, in a more exhaustive way. You know what I'm saying? Like, more people are going to, like, get all the stuff. Get all the little nooks and crannies. They're going to have way more time. And, yeah, this shared epic narrative. This continuation of this story. Like, what's going to happen with Atreus? Exactly. Elden Ring has universal acclaim. Ragnarok has a lot to compete with. Elden Ring ain't no slouch. Yeah. Why will awards become more important? That's a good question, Zubair. I think the Game Awards by Jeff Keighley will become a greater and greater piece of consumed media, and game companies are going to consider that in their marketing strategy. I can never remember the boy's name. All I remember is boy. Yeah, boy. <clears throat> That's what I say to my son when I need him to come do something. I'm like, boy, are you excited for God of War Ragnarok? Of course I'm excited for God of War Ragnarok. Um, so I think that I think that it will grow like the Oscars. Yeah, if you remember when the Oscars wasn't, you know, suffering from viewership and people were slapping each other, when the Oscars was at its peak and at its height, it was something that was a consideration of companies. They considered it, right? They have too many ads, though. Yeah, heaven forbid a giant production like that have advertisements. Gee, many Christmas. You got how... I, I always wonder how old somebody is when they say that. It's like, you have never... Apparently, do you not watch live sports? Did you, did, do you not watch live award ceremonies? They're dripping with ads. Watch any live event with big production, lots of people there, lots of money has to go into it. You got to fly all these people out, and it's like there's ads every other every other sentence. It's like gee, many Christmas. I miss the internet before ads came in. Ads are what you know, like what do you what do you think makes all of your consumption of YouTube possible? Do you think it's because people just like to give you free content, or is it because of advertisements, right? Live sports, you mean live commercials with some sports sprinkled in in the breaks? Yeah. How dare you show me games that are coming while I watch this gaming show? Yeah, most of the ads were for games. Most of the ads during the Game Awards were for games. They weren't for like... It wasn't like just random stuff. Uh, You know, it wasn't for like random products. Like McDonald's or something. I don't know, there might have been a McDonald's one. I don't remember now. Oscars are only failing because they won't give audiences what they want and they nominate films that people actually watch. Game Awards don't have that problem. I think Game Awards will grow every year in viewership and then will subsequently be part of consideration in marketing. The minute the minute your 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 speculative launch date starts landing in November or October, they're going to consider Game Awards. They're going to say there's a lot of benefits to uh, delaying 
you know, if we land first week of December, we're going to get the holiday sales, holiday crowd. We get to kick over to the next year for game awards. You know, there'll be people that say, if we, uh, if we launch in October, September, we're going to be really, really top of mind for all the game award nominations. You know what I mean? I remember YouTube when it was like random hippos farting and dumping. Yeah, but that's not meaningful content. You can only watch that for so long. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Lono. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? I don't know. Havoc says, I'm not arguing purely on sales. I think accessibility should be a factor of game of the year, which is why I believe Nintendo should never be eligible due to the general hostility, their general hostility to bring Nintendo elsewhere. You don't think Nintendo should ever be considered for game of the year because of their, quote, general hostility to bring Nintendo elsewhere. So because they protect and, and, and invest in their own property, they shouldn't be considered for game of the year. So, so, so Sony, prior to porting games to PC, should never been in contention because they don't allow their property to go anywhere else. They spend all this money and all this time and all this investment. To, to 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 get to get things in a good place to make to make long standing franchises and they're not they're not I don't understand why would why would a game be faulted why would a game company or 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 a, or a platform be faulted for protecting their investments that doesn't make an ounce of sense I'm all for ads, but it shouldn't ruin the flow of the show. The show is rushed at times to get to ad breaks. It has to be balanced. Well, I'm going to cut Jeff Keighley some slack for last year because I felt like it was one of the best live events I ever watched and it was the first time they did it at that level. It was the first time they ever did it at that level. So I'm going to cut him some slack. I thought it was a great show. I thought they did a fantastic job with it. I work in the industry, says we the people. To me, a lot of people don't understand just how hard stakeholders or shareholders drive every single thing that we do. Cyberpunk was great insight into this. Nintendo will never be considered because there isn't a game good enough. Breath of the Wild is the only game possibly, and I still doubt it. That's weird. Didn't you see... Did you not watch when Metroid Dread got nominated for two awards and I believe won both or one of them? It's really odd. Nintendo will never be considered, and yet, just last year, one of their titles won. I oddly kind of agree with penalizing Nintendo for being weirdos. How are Nintendo... Why are they weirdos? It's their property. They spent all this money building a platform and building games, and their games are massively successful. They have the most iconic character in gaming history in Mario. They have two or three of the other very most recognizable characters in existence with Link and and Samus Aran in Metroid. And who was the other one I was thinking of? I guess you could just say Luigi. I mean, uh, they have a massive amount of, of, of popularity. Why would they let other people have their stuff? Don't care. You should be penalized for not playing well with others. What, what do you mean not play well with others? 
Does Microsoft let Halo show up in other places? Are they going to let Starfield show up in other places? I guess that's not in contention. I guess God of War Ragnarok Horizon Zero Dawn should not be in contention because they were only allowed on their platform. Being anti-consumer as a company should not be praised. Great. Xbox is out. Nintendo's out and Sony's out Havoc you just knocked everybody off the table because they all do stuff with their own property and they don't let their property go everywhere that's not anti-consumer what do you mean anti-consumer that you have to go to that platform to play those games how is that anti-consumer it's their property the fact that I can't you know it's really a bummer that I can't buy a Big Mac at Taco Bell that's really anti-consumer It's really anti-consumer that I can't buy a Whopper at Wendy's. I should be able to go to any place and buy the property of another business. That doesn't make an ounce of sense. It's it's their games. Honestly, Metroid doing that well was a complete and nice surprise. Zelda's their only franchise that can complete... uh, Compete for Game of the Year awards. Mario and Pokemon will never again be Game of the Year material. What was the most recent Mario game? What was it called? Was it called Mario Galaxy? No. What was it called? What was the latest Mario game that uh, you traveled in the ship? What was that game called? Mario Odyssey. Thank you. Hang on. Mario Odyssey Game Awards. Uh, it looks like they won a couple outstanding platform best family best family are you meaning game of the year in general Derek because I think a ton of their a ton of their games have gotten awards now they might not be getting game of the year awards but they still get tons of nominations and win tons of awards. Like there's plenty of there's plenty of Nintendo property that gets nominated every year and wins awards. There's plenty of property that does. Netflix movies not be eligible for awards. That's what I'm saying. I just don't understand the logic to single out Nintendo and be like how dare they? God of War Ragnarok is only going to be on Sony. Is that anti-consumer? People complaining about anti-consumer are the people who have never bought anything of significance before. They will milk Mario until the end of time. They release the same game for full price each gen. What same game did they release for full price each gen? What are you talking about? The Nintendo Switch has been out for a couple of years. What on earth are you referring to? Having any IP and protecting it is anti-consumer. Yeah, apparently. Nintendo corner the market in gaming. They're nearly unstoppable. I respect them. I just don't care for their games. Why are all the first-party titles so much better? Why are all the first-party titles so much better? Creature says, I'm not talking about sharing their IP, though it'd be great if they did that. That's not what I'm bashing the take on. They are just as likely to attack their fan base as they are someone that means them harm. They are weird. I mean, I will admit 
that Nintendo deserves to be criticized for how they've treated YouTubers over the years, how they've treated mod uh, um, emulators over the years, how they make it extremely hard to, um, you know, protect and endure the the history of games. Although they're they're monetizing that, which you can't really fault them for that. With what uh, Nintendo Online, you know, Nintendo Online, you know, they got the they got the original Nintendo and Super Nintendo games in there. They're monetizing their own backlog of games, which they have every right to do. But I do think they deserve criticism. I don't think you you say they don't deserve to be in contention for being anti-consumer. I don't I don't get down with that at all. PlayStation is how is, for example, a PlayStation exclusive anti-consumer for a PlayStation user? It doesn't make sense. It's like any it's like any product. If you want said product, you come here to get it. Everybody does it. None of which has to do with the quality of their games, which is what an award is for. I never called them anti-consumer. No, 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 but that's what I was engaging with, Creature. You, you, you jumped on and said, oh, they, they, maybe they do deserve to be treated that way because they're weird. I, I'm, I'm talking about the original statements made, not your, you know, your funny tack on. Yeah, penalizing them for being weird is illogical. That doesn't make any sense. You're being cheeky. Super Mario Deluxe, Wonderful 101, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, ETC, all sold $60. All $60 sold twice. I'm having, I'm I'm trying to create tears over something that doesn't matter and I can't do it. I don't, who cares about that? Literally nobody. If you bought Super Mario Deluxe, Wonderful 101, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, and then, what, a couple of years later on the Switch... You had to pay for it again. I'm. I don't. I give. I don't have even room in my heart to care about that. I agree that all IPs not being cross-platform is anti-consumer, but not to a ridiculous amount. The criticisms you are giving Nintendo are more why I think they should never be eligible. But the Game Awards are not getting involved in those disputes. Like the Game Awards are not getting involved in emulation disputes or disputes about um, disputes about whether or not YouTubers can stream their games or create content. Now, they've gotten better in their treatment of YouTubers as of late. Okay, but <clears throat> excuse me, but that that none of that is, is cause to say none of that's cause to say, oh yeah, we, we they shouldn't be able to be nominated for game awards. You think God of War Ragnarok would win awards if Sony started striking content creators for streaming it, or would it be shunned or snubbed? I don't think Keeley would get involved in that dispute, and Nintendo's not been doing that. How many years ago did that happen? Lono, please tell me that you plant people in chat occasionally to not say the smartest thing, or have lost faith in humanity. I, I don't do that, Russell. <laughs> people would rally against it? Who gives a frick? People are rallying against Hogwarts. I don't give a frick. I don't care what the mob thinks. The mob can eat a fat one. I don't care what the mob thinks. The mob's mindless and, and, and stupid, and they act like insects. They just go wherever the wind blows. I don't care what the mob thinks. I don't care how mad people would get. As mad as I would be if a developer like started striking people down for streaming their game, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be like, oh, they shouldn't be nominated for a game award. 
I would ne- I would never do that. I would never do. I would never say it has nothing to do with the discussion. I like I, I mean, it has nothing to do with the discussion. Was the game amazing? Was it killer? Did the devs and the engineers did they have a massive? Oh man, they crushed it. Why, why do I care if if whoever's in charge of the game being like, oh yeah, we don't want people to stream the game. Oh, that game shouldn't win an award. That it, it's completely separate. Calling a lifelong Nintendo guy ignorant and a hater, I was simply pointing out that Mario or Pokemon aren't top one game of the year contenders. They just aren't. Only Zelda has that kind of pull. Okay, so, no, Derek, I agree with you about it not being game of the year contenders, but that's totally fine because Nintendo games show up in virtually every other category every year. That's why it doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if I directed a movie and I won for best director and we won for best actor and all these other categories but we didn't get move we didn't get best movie i think i'd be okay i'd be like that's eh, that's all right <laughs> that's that's fine we walked away with two or three awards we don't need movie of the we don't need best movie we don't need best picture i know that's the coup de gras i know that's the big dog in the room but I don't think that matters. Like, I think God of War Ragnarok will win plenty of awards even if it doesn't get Game of the Year. Elden Ring is currently wearing the crown. Elden Ring is currently wearing the crown. And if God of War Ragnarok release date happens this year and they go to Game Awards and they get nominated like eight times and they win five awards and they don't get Game of the Year, I don't think that's going to be a, a mark against the game at all. No one's going to be, well, they won for original score, voice acting, uh, story, art direction, uh, and, and best action game, but they didn't win game of the year. That, that, that's not, no one's, no one's, no one's going to look at that and be like, yeah, they failed. They flubbed. Same could be said for Nintendo. Nintendo goes to the game a year game awards and they, they usually get a handful of noms and a, a handful of noms and a handful of wins. And I think that's good in their book. It wasn't a swipe notching the lay of the land. No, I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Even hardcore Nintendo fans would know and admit that, like, they don't typically have games that are going to run for game of the year. They just don't. Nintendo's wiping their tears from losing it with millions of dollars. Nintendo, how do you sleep at night? On top of a pile of money. (laughs) That's right. Mm Mm-mm. If Breath of the Wild didn't release in 2017, Mario Odyssey would have won. What else was in contention that year? Distorted says, regardless of all that, Lono, their games are great, but 99% of them are not and will never be game of the year. And also, any game can end up nominated for awards. It's not that big of a deal. I think it's a big deal. I can give you a really good example of why it's a big deal. Or in the Blind Forest came out of nowhere and got like six or seven nominations. And what happened? They get scooped up get a bunch of more funding and they make an amazing sequel. You want to act like nominations don't don't matter? I completely disagree with you. I don't think Nintendo is crying as they sell 20 to 30 million copies of each of their own first party titles. Yeah, they're like, oh no, we didn't win any game awards. Anyway, like that gif where he's like, oh no! Anyway, they're like, you know, back to whatever they're doing. In one breath, we've admitted that the game awards don't matter that much. Now, I'm saying they're going to matter more and more as time goes on. 
But, yo, know, we have to admit, in the, in the Game Awards, in the grand scheme of things, they're, they're not upsetting to, the, to, to Nintendo or anybody for not getting nominated or not winning awards. And uh, it's, not, it's not that big of a deal. I think over time, it's going to become a bigger deal. I think Keeley, I think Keeley has a crystal ball. I think he knows. I think he knows that gaming and an Oscars an Oscars level event for gaming is is not only needed but he will be looked to every year. His event will be looked to every year as sort of the as, as the the gaming year event ender and then his Summer Games Fest. He just he's absolutely crushing it. He's freaking brilliant. Better or worse, the current atmosphere in gaming gives the top game of the year awards to new IPs usually or an old IP that just blows the doors off in a new way. Yeah, or they give it to The Last of Us 2 because they want to make the... because they, <laughs> they want to win cultural points. <laughs> I'll never let I'll never let that down. That The Last of Us 2 beat Ghost of Tsushima. I will never let that down. A brand new beautiful IP that just absolutely just kills it and you give it to a dadgum sequel. I want to say the Nintendo 64 was the last time that Nintendo was playing the same game as everyone else. Since then, they've done their own thing. Oh, for sure. I think there's an agenda at the Game Awards. They want all-inclusive multi-plat games to win. It Takes Two beat out Returnal, Ratchet & Clank, and Forza. My opinion is Elden Ring will win over Ragnarok. Historically speaking, but that's, that, that, that's just simply... I'm trying to think, is that true, historically speaking? Or you're saying they've shifted now. Because there are plenty of times that Sony's won. Unless you think they're shifting because they want to keep sponsors happy and they want to keep Microsoft happy. I might I might pick up that action and agree with you going forward after the after what happened with Deathloop. Sekiro has won. He said multi-plat, Wheezy. Doorbell, I gotcha. He said multi-plat. So Sekiro, Sekiro was multi-plat. So the idea being that they're going to want to back multi-plat games because that's good to keep all your sponsors happy. I don't know if I disagree with that after what I saw with Deathloop. Because I think Deathloop was just nothing more than just a Microsoft nudge. You better give this property some love. You better give this property some love. Or we're not showing up. Right? You want us to show up? You want trailers? You want exclusive interviews? You want all that? We're n- we're not out of this fight. Xbox is still here. Microsoft is still here. You better give our game some love. Last of Us Two wins in twenty twenty, so that happened in the last year. Here looks extra on point today. Oh, thank you. It's just getting to the length. Right when he cuts it, there's like a day or two where I don't like it, and then it grows out just enough that I can I can do with it what I want. Thank you. The second you start questioning the integrity of the awards, they start to lose their power. I think the right games won Zubair. I think nominations were done as a way to keep Microsoft happy and involved. That's what I think. I don't think Deathloop deserved about half of those nominations. Something else was going on, is what I think. I think the right games won. Shifted based on one year. I don't agree with him, Eugene. I don't agree with him. Because, like you're saying, two years ago they won. But, 
Maybe we do say it shifted based on one year, Eugene. Think about it. If Keeley really wants to grow this thing, he needs everybody involved. He needs all hands on deck. He needs everybody to be happy. And what's a great way to keep people happy? Well, you give Deathloop a bunch of nominations that aren't deserved. That keeps Microsoft happy. And then you give it to a multi-platform game as opposed to a PlayStation game. Everybody can walk away and feel like, okay, that was a good year. We all got good treatment. What about Ghost of Tsushima not winning? Again, it was two years ago. It wasn't the size that it is now. I'm entertaining the theory that Keeley wants to grow this thing to a size that's, that's, that's bonkers. And he wanted to keep Microsoft happy and they didn't want to have a PlayStation winner because, again, he wants to keep everybody involved happy. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm entertaining the theory. Deathloop was a PS5 PC exclusive. Psychonauts 2 and Deathloop <clears throat> got a whole a lot of nominations and not a lot of awards. I don't know. I don't know. Deathloop and Psychonauts 2, Microsoft Properties, got a whole lot of undeserved nominations, in my opinion. And I'm entertaining the idea that Keeley was playing nice with one of the big dogs in the room because he wants them to show up every year. Look, man, the, we're, we're not we're not going to just hand out free awards, but nominations, sure. Sure. We want to keep you happy. We want you to have a reason to show up, show you on camera, have people clap for you. That's that you know, that's good. That's that's a good relationship. How long will they have to do this kind of market manipulation? If they do it too long, patterns will become obvious. Forza got snubbed? No, Forza had two noms, did it not? I thought Forza won at least one one award. You said that wrong. Deathloop was just a non-Xbox IP. That was PlayStation exclusive actually means everywhere but Xbox. Come on. It was a Microsoft property. Psychonauts 2 and Deathloop were not deserving and Keeley was playing nice with Microsoft. That, I'm t- that's my take. That is 100% my take on it. I, I, I'm not I'm not accusing Keeley of anything underhanded. I think he's being smart and he's being winsome. Listen, we're not going to hand out awards like it's nothing. We're not going to give you an award you don't deserve. We'll give you a nom. We want you to have a reason to show up. Microsoft uh, won't highest rated publishers on Metacritic last year. Why is it when Xbox wins a war, it has to be something sneaky? Because there was a clear pattern on Metacritic of favoritism to Microsoft titles and a clear bent against PlayStation titles. There were titles that were far and away superior, better, more awards, more nominations that weren't treated as nicely by Metacritic. You don't think Microsoft is affecting... Is Metacritic a Western-owned website? The awards and the nominations are voted on by journalists. You're suggesting manipulation. Of course. (laughs) Do you honestly think that these journalists, you think these journalists in quotations, you don't think that they play nice with the big dogs like Microsoft? You don't think that they play nice with, I don't know, Bungie because of what it does for their business? You think it just so happens that everybody that covers Destiny 
and gets tons of clicks on their on their Forbes Reddit copy paste articles. You don't think that they're doing that because it pays the bills. Come out harsh, come out critical, and you won't get early access to anything. It happened to me. It happened to me. I got blacklisted at Bungie and they weren't sending me press briefings. They were sending press briefings to people that streamed to 17 people. And they weren't sending them to me because I had been blacklisted. What does that do to your ability as a journalist? And you're going to act like these journalists don't do things in the background and play nice. You're going to act like Jason Schreier didn't protect somebody accused of actual crimes in 2020. Insulates, protects his friend. Why? Because of connections. The guy was heavily connected. He was embedded in the industry. So, all those journalists protected him. Nobody reported on it. (laughs) You freaking kidding me? Gaming journalism is about as pure as Western news journalism. It's about as pure as that. They're literally paid in early access. And unlike a YouTuber, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about how corrupt this is and nobody looks at it. Think about how corrupt this is. If I get early access to a game, I have to say, hey, I received a code. Hashtag sponsored. But, but, but some Forbes blogger hack that gets early access to info and can type up what is tantamount to a press briefing for Bungie, they don't have to disclose that. That's, they're literally making money by being a mouthpiece for a developer. No different than me being a marketing mouthpiece for a developer when I record their game and upload the video. That's free press. They don't have to pay me a dime for that. Now, there's sponsored streams where they pay the big guys money to play the games on launch date, and that's, that's like a one-to-one connection. Come on, journalists 100% are all playing ball. All the biggest ones. IGN literally writes a puff piece for Bungie and lies to the public about what's going on at Bungie. And you don't think, and, and they're one of the big ones. You got you got IGN, you got Forbes, you got everybody that trickles down from that in size. Of course they're all going to play nice with these big companies. If not, look what happens. You get blacklisted, you don't get the press briefings, you lose click rate. Like that. That's different than suggesting that they all got together to coordinate to ensure nominations and awards. Too many involved. I didn't say it was that coordinated. I said they will naturally and instinctively play nice with the biggest companies. Keeping Microsoft happy is incredibly important to a lot of these people. And, and PlayStation's not going to say, oh, hey, we feel snubbed, don't work with the press anymore, because the, the press covers their games just as nicely. Like, look at what happens when Sony stuff drops. They, they get great treatment. They don't get bad treatment. It's not like they're treating Sony bad and Microsoft good. It's they're treating them all really good. And Microsoft had a weak showing, so what do they do? Well, we're going to give a bunch of nominations and media darling treatment to Deathloop. There's multiple things at play there, too. I think there was cultural reasons that Deathloop got media darling treatment because nobody wants to criticize the game that's doing important work. If God of War Ragnarok wins 2022 Game of the Year, I guess it's a conspiracy going on. I didn't... No, no. Now, Now you're putting words in my mouth which is an incredibly weak way to argue. You're, you're better than that. Be better than that. That's not what I said. 
I said the nominations are done to keep people happy and to show up to the event. I said they're not handing out game awards willy-nilly to keep people happy because that calls into integrity the actual event itself. Now, somebody said It Takes Two was a multi-plat game, and they did that to keep the platforms happy. You don't want to have PlayStation winning every single year, right? I think there might be some merit to that. I'm more zeroing in on the nominations. No one's going to bite the hand that feeds. That's exactly what I'm talking about. If you think the nominations are pure last year, you're crazy if you look at how much Microsoft got undeserved treatment. It, in, on, it got undeserved treatment on Metacritic, it got undeserved treatment by the press, and then it gets undeserved treatment at the Game Awards. That's different than suggesting manipulating the nominations and votes. I didn't say they were directly manipulated. I'm saying it's part and parcel to the industry. It is... It What, what is that, uh, Zubair? That's an emergent property. Th- what The emergent property is the press plays nice with really nice I mean come on Eugene we pointed out the bias on that one Metacritic review outlet come on the press plays nice with Microsoft they do why because Microsoft is a big dog in the room and that is leading to undeserved nominations at the game awards I didn't say you said that. It's just when Xbox wins, it's weird. PlayStation's wins, it's deserved. I never said when Xbox won, it was, it was weird. They didn't win anything last year that I saw. They got a lot of undeserved nominations. Some individuals, you're implying more than that? Oh no, I literally said that above with the free reference to a Petri dish. Emergent properties of complex systems. If there are only two food sources in a Petri dish, the mold is going to grow in that direction. Yeah, like, I wasn't implying that there was, like, this grand conspiracy of, like, oh, we need to make sure Microsoft's happy. They all want Microsoft to be happy. The gaming press wants Microsoft happy. Jeff Keighley wants Microsoft to be happy. Why? Because he wants them to show up. He wants those trailers. He wants those first looks. He wants those exclusives. And if they don't get, if they get garbage treatment, they're going to feel a certain kind of way. They're going to be like, what are you talking? We didn't get any noms. What do you mean? The press treated us really well. Where, where's the nominations? Well, the press is going to show up and make sure that Microsoft feels good because the press wants Microsoft to feel good. They don't have to win. They just have to have a reason to show up. It's emerging from how the industry works. I'm not calling into question every nom and every win. I'm saying there's going to be a consistent trend. Just watch. Every year we're going to be like, why did that game get nominated? It didn't even do that well. Or it didn't even get reviewed that well. It wasn't even that good of a game. And there it sits. Why? Well, it's, it's emerging from the way the press treats Microsoft property. Now, Now, Sony property being up there... To me, when I when I look at Sony games and I look at the history of the games uh, over the past couple of years, it's like it doesn't seem anomalous at all. It doesn't see it, it, it doesn't seem weird. I'm not seeing some some like 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 with Deathloop as an example. There, there was there was nothing about Deathloop. There was nothing special about it. The voice actors were great, but the game itself, I just 
like I criticize it for like 18 different reasons and then skill up criticize it for like another completely different set of 18 reasons like game design genre Forza Deathloop and Psychonauts was all undeserving yeah I just I don't think they, they, they were not award worthy yo it's good Sven I think Lono can claim to have a qualified opinion he plays games and critiques them for a living has done so for years if he sees scores that don't match reality then he can call that if you didn't like Deathloop, fine, but other people have opinions. Oh man, D- game of the. I'm just telling you, man. Deathloop. I, I don't know how. I don't know how anybody can look at Deathloop and play Deathloop and not think something else was going on when it was getting nines and tens and game of the year nominations. I don't know how the frick you can play that game and be like, no, nothing is amiss here. Everything is fine. My game of the year nominations for last year. Returnal not being up there is a freaking crime that's media malpractice it's malpractice you had one of the only there was like no in the era of next gen hinge turn one of the only next gen games and it doesn't get a game of the year nomination absolutely phenomenal it's nominated in all these other categories as soon as you leave the west Hmm. As soon as you leave America, all of a sudden Returnal starts winning Game of the Year awards. Gee, I wonder why. Because as soon as you don't have to make an American-owned company happy, Returnal rises to the surface where it deserves to be. It was an important year to acknowledge and award next-gen innovation, and Returnal gets nothing. Why? It has nothing to do with what games truly deserve to be up there at all. It has everything to do with a Western award ceremony, making sure a Western-owned company is happy. Because Returnal absolutely destroyed the competition. There's no com- there's there's no competition with what Returnal did. It checks every box. Brand new IP, brand new genre, brilliant design, next gen innovation. It, it, it didn't even sell at full price. Gee, many Christmas. It didn't even sell at the seventy, right? Didn't they sell? Did they, no, no, no. Did it or didn't it? Wait, what was the price? Didn't they sell it? Or people said they should have sold it for forty. Maybe that's what I'm remembering. There was a point about price that we always made, and I can't remember what the point is now. Ratchet, no competition at all? No, upon further review, Ratchet doesn't come close to Returnal because Ratchet's a, Ratchet's a sequel. I think sequels automatically get their legs chopped off. They gotta do so much more if you're gonna win an award as a sequel. Returnal suck. You suck! Had bugs? Oh my gosh. But that was that was my issue. Returnal was a hot bag of garbage for me. Now don't kill me, chat. Just my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm not saying you have to like it. If you look at it for what they did, at from the technological to the... to There's so many things about that game that just didn't get acknowledged. And the minute you leave the West, it does great. Is that sequel rule your own rule or industry standard? That's my rule. My rule is that if you're a sequel, you gotta you gotta absolutely blow the frickin' doors off if you're a sequel. There needs there needs to be 
just jaw-dropping differences. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like with God of War Ragnarok, that's why I think it's going to have advantages because I think it's going to do that. I think it's going to have all those advantages. It's going to be recent. It's really going to it's really going to step up from 2018. It's the, graphically, I don't think it can do much. But I think story-wise, yeah, I think story-wise, Ragnarok is going to blow the dadgum doors off. I I don't think it necessarily will deserve to beat Elden Ring, but I think it'll have recency bias. It'll have completion bias. It'll have stronger narrative, strong, more memorable characters. All of those will drive it to potentially win. No other Ratchet game was like this one. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart deserves a ton of awards, but it wasn't better than Returnal. Elden Ring is a zero percent is zero percent my bag, and I can recognize that it's an amazing accomplishment. Oh yeah, you don't even have to yeah you don't have to like Returnal to look at everything that it does. Returnal not winning at game uh, at the Game Awards was deserved. Ratchet not winning was undeserved. Ratchet was robbed. Yeah, I don't agree. Black Superman, you know what's so sad about Returnal? You know what's so sad about Returnal is the only reason I think this is because I completed it. It's the only reason I think that. And I think that's one of the main reasons Returnal Returnal did not get the treatment it deserved because people didn't complete it. If you look at Returnal's game design, sound design, narrative elements, original score, boss design, combat, voice acting, it is... They don't fail. They don't falter. They don't misstep ever. You didn't finish it? I finished it. I did a complete run. I know I can go back and get more story elements, but I've played and seen the boss fights. I've played and seen the biomes. I finished it. You want to get pedantic about how I didn't finish it because there's more story and more endings? No. My entire opinion of that game changed when I did a full loop. I don't even like rogues. I don't even like rogues. You have to give preferential treatment to new IPs over sequels. Otherwise, sequels of major titles will just continue to hog the awards every year, and they know this. Yeah, because they have... This is exactly why I think God of War Ragnarok will sell like crazy, because it's a sequel. It's got this massive player base already signing up, lined up to play it. Why not Forbidden West? It doesn't tick those boxes. No. No. Forbidden West is great, but it's a sequel. So it's more great, well-written conversations and great voice acting from Ashley Birch. It's really beautiful world. It's all those things. But that doesn't make it Game of the Year material. The only entertaining thing about Returnal was watching Lono Rage. Movie Awards discount sequels. I actually don't know how they do that, Zubair. How does it being a sequel make it somehow less deserving of an award? Uh, so my logic on that is simple. When you have a sequel, there are significant advantages going into that sequel. Number one, existing assets, existing assets, existing systems, existing mechanisms. So you have that advantage. So you have you you have a build advantage. You have a, a consumer advantage. 
you have tons of people who have already played the game you have tons of people who are already loyal to your game so your commercial success your game's polish you're ahead right you're you're ahead so you have advantages so you should be required to to do more to win an original ip like returnal going up against let's just say it was going up against horizon forbidden west I'd be like, no, Returnal crushes it. Returnal does far more than Forbidden West did. Forbidden West took an existing concept and property and made it better. Returnal built something completely and utterly new. One is significantly more challenging, and that should be taken into consideration. If that's not taken into consideration, then... I feel what you're doing is is you're just rewarding the big successful franchises every year. I'm a PlayStation centric gamer. I can say games during the 360 days like Fable Gears 1 through 3, Halo 1 through 3 were amazing. This gen not so much. And Fairy says, "Jeff, you quote so much PS nonsense constantly. If we did a poll, Who's the most pony in here? I think you'd win. If we did a poll about who I'm close to banning, fairy man, you'd be at the top of the dadgum list. You quit taking swings at people in chat or I will march you out of here faster than I send my kids to their room. Freaking knock it off. I'm sick and tired of people like you. You're here on, on borrowed time. Quit taking swipes at people in chat. I'm sick of it. Find a new chat to hang out with if you can't form new habits with interacting with people. It isn't hard to not call people fanboys or ponies or whatever. He simply said that this generation of Xbox games is not as good as the ones in the past. Jiminy Christmas. Like, quit showing the world how insecure you are. Jeff said these bots have no intellectual integrity. Well, Jeff, don't do it either then, Jeff. You guys need to knock it off. But if the big franchise is introducing completely new tech and mechanics and gameplay loop like Ratchet from its previous games, is that plagued by being a sequel or could it stand on its own? Um, I think Ratchet deserved the nomination, Sven. But I think it's like winner by a hair in my mind, Sven. Because remember, remember, I thought Ratchet and Clank was winning hands down. I thought it was their year to win. Like, no question. I was like, Ratchet and Clank's, Ratchet and Clank's winning, right? And then I did a full run of, of Returnal, and I heard that dadgum music. And I saw the cutscenes, and I played the bosses, and I was like, "This is this is this is not just a video game. This is special. They did something more than create a video game. They created something at the level of art that rarely hits. They they pulled off a Hellblade in my book. So it's like winner by a hair. Like they're neck and neck." And Returnal's like, whoop, it edges it edges out Ratchet because it rises above just being another video game. And Ratchet and Clank fundamentally is 
just another video game, which I'm not discounting it. It was like playing a Pixar movie come to life. I've, I've, my eyes were big. My mouth was smiling. I said numerous times, I've never played a game like Ratchet and Clank. It's one of the, it's, it is one of the most special experiences I've ever had in gaming. I felt like a kid again. Like Ratchet and Clank delivered an experience I've not had since Christmas morning original Nintendo. I was like, I have never felt this way since then in gaming. It was, it was a truly special experience. But Returnal comes steaming up and just edges it out because Returnal does something that so few games do. It achieves a holistic, fully-orbed piece of art. I think Returnal is the only PS5 game I want to play. I hope it comes to PC one day. I believe it can because they can do the haptic feedback. You would just have to buy a PlayStation controller if you wanted the complete experience. Because they can add haptic feedback support to PC games. It's already been done. Just the newest Ratchet and Clank gamer is the one I'm talking about. I'm not being a fanboy. I'm being hard on Xbox because of their history. Listen, you guys can come in here, right? You guys can come in here and you can wail on Microsoft or a game or Halo or Sony. You can do that. So the cows come home. I don't give a frick if you come in here and do that. But the minute you start turning on each other and you start calling each other bots and Sony ponies, no, I don't want that. You're driving people away. There are people that come here and they enjoy the baits and they enjoy that they enjoy the the clash of opinions. But when you turn the chat into that, I'm gonna start walking you out of here real quick, real quick. I don't care if you're a member or not. No, Mo doesn't do that. Mo Mo's died in the wool Xbox tattoo Phil Spencer's you know adopted son and Mo never does that Mo never turns on the audience and calls people a bot or a Sony pony or whatever the frick he doesn't do that I, I've never stopped Mo dead in his tracks and be like you can't do that because he just defends his platform he just takes shots at Sony like that's totally fine you can do that all day long He's ne- Mo has never insulted a single person. Mo is an absolute homie. So you can't do. I can't let people do that anymore. You're you're going to drive people out of here. We have great debates. It's one of the hallmarks of what we do. But you simply cannot attack people. Mo just makes obviously flawed points for Lona to knock down. No, I think Mo. I think Mo loves Xbox. I, th- I think he does. <laughs> I think he just loves Xbox. You know, there's another a uh, Willie. Willie comes in and 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 is is pro Xbox. I, I don't I don't know if I've ever seen Willie attack anybody. I'll say that Xbox this gen has been generally disappointing so far. No launch games. Got to wait for Halo to get content. Starfield and Redfall get delayed. Yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's really liberating when you just admit that Xbox isn't doing well right now. No offense, that's a little clickbaity. I just got home at work and I thought there was news. There is news about Ragnarok release date. I can't constantly restate what I stated in the open. In the first five minutes, I broke down the latest news about God of War Ragnarok release date. There was 
a uh, a position that opened up. They're 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 making it very clear they are doing a marketing push very very soon. A brand manager is being hired to lead development and execution of the commercial strategy for the biggest release of the year, as well as its post release. Then there was speculation about whether or not they changed their Twitter bio. I researched it. We used Wayback. We use an archive site, and I said no. They have not actually changed their bio. That's news. Plenty of people were tweeting and thinking that they changed their bio. And I'm here saying, nope, uh-uh. Latest news is that they're pushing for a marketing push very soon, likely this year. They're hiring for it. And second, they did, in fact, not change their Twitter bio. I can't repeat that every 60 seconds, my man. I do that in the first five minutes of the show. Like, I, I, I did. I, like, I can't do that. I can't do that every 60 seconds. If you ever show up late and you wonder why I've used a title or a thumbnail, you can rewind to the beginning of the stream and the first five minutes is my update. And you can be like, oh, oh, that's what he's talking about. And then you can skip to live. I'll let it slide either way. Xbox is lying broken on the floor. (laughs) Harry, listen, we do our darndest to justify the terms we use on a thumbnail and the terms we use in the title, right? I, you, you, you are not going to get clickbaited by me. I don't do that. We have taken it on the chin some days. We don't have good stories. We're just like, this is our strongest story. I do not clickbait. I don't. I felt like this was news regarding the Ragnarok release date. And we had been debating the God of War Ragnarok release date for weeks. And I thought, let's tell them everything we know and what's the most recent developments. I, I, think, that's, I think that's fair coverage. That's definitely not news. Thanks for wasting my time, nerd. I, I've, I don't have the ability to care about people like you because you don't matter. So don't come back, I guess. I don't have room in my heart for inconsequential people and you've just proven to be one of them. Gonna be honest, I bought a Series S, says Ganks. I wish I would have just waited to get a PS5. Everything I play now, I can play on the PS5. I play maybe three games on Game Pass. Man, I'm telling you what, I don't want to bag on Xbox. I don't, but that Series S is a problem. It just is. It's a problem, man. I'm worried. I'm worried, man. I think that Series S is a problem. I, ugh. You are an Xbox Lobo bashing Xbox? Who's bashing Xbox? Xbox is already competing. The competing platform is following suit. 2024, day and date. Yeah, Mo thinks that Sony's going day and date with their big titles in 2024. I just don't think so. No way. They, they sell so many copies of games. They'll never do it. Never, ever, ever. Never do it. Oh, Doom Guy. Doom Guy's... Who has an Xbox? Oh, is you're considering Doom Guy an Xbox avatar? Can't believe that guy called me a nerd. <laughs> That's what I'm hung up on. I'm more hung up on the fact that he called me a nerd. That's going to really bother me for the rest of the day. What's the problem with the Series S? I have one in my house. I'm curious. All right. Well, we've not. I don't know if this is a lead. There are developers coming out and saying that the Series S 
is a challenge for development. So, (laughs) that's a problem for this generation, man. This early in the life cycle, you cannot have developers coming out and saying, yeah, the Series S is hard to develop for. That's a big concern for this generation. It's super early. It's not like we're late in the life cycle of the consoles and there's like, oh, there's all this new stuff that we discovered late in the life cycle of the consoles and we can't really do it on the Series S. No, like the Series S is just now in the Series X, just now are, are in circulation and there are developers coming out and being like, no, it's hard to develop for that. The Series S, the Series S is a perpetual Trojan cross-gen horse for Xbox. We're all nerds. Embrace it. I, I was kidding. I don't care. You can call me a nerd, a geek, a loser. I, none of that matters to me. The prudent man ignores an insult. Like an insult. Who cares? Insult me all you want. I don't let you hang out here if you're going to do that because it's, it's a, it establishes what you are and who you are and it shows gets a glimpse into your character. So we don't let people hang out here that do that. But not because it bothers me, but because it's disruptive. Well, no, I'm going to tell you what Banks told me. Son, go ahead and switch the style up. And if they hate, then let them hate and watch the money pile up. (laughs) That's right. That's right. The last console update has caused my Xbox to freeze, lose internet, or my game just completely crashes. I think it's memory leak issues. Ganks, I'm telling you, that's what the developers talked about. The developers said that the Series S has memory issues. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's a problem. The prudent man ignores an insult, and only the penitent man shall pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm telling you, the Series S, we, we, we're not, we've not yet seen, seen the full scope of what that's going to do. I'm, 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 I'm dead freaking serious. I'm dead serious. I think it's a problem. I'm not seeing developers say, so I was curious. I have a Series X downstairs, but I have a Series S in my bedroom, and it performs very well from a consumer standpoint. Series S was a mistake. Should have just been the X, digital version instead of the S. MS tied the whole next gen to 8 gigs of unusable RAM. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I actually woke up I woke up really hungry this morning, but I didn't eat anything. No. Series S is going nowhere, Lono. It's the cheapest console of all the newest consoles, even less than the newest Switch. It's the lowest entry point to the Microsoft ecosystem. I don't think that you're seeing my I'm not looking at that end of the telescope distorted. What you just said makes it worse. If it becomes the most prominent version, if it becomes the easiest entry point into the ecosystem, that makes this a problem worse. It makes it worse, man. I'm telling you right now, you better watch out. That's that's a problem long term. That'll cause problems 
for 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 your first party titles what the frick are they gonna do with starfield bro what are they gonna do with starfield you read these you read these reports and how it's tough to develop for and it's got a problem with its memory and pr- people are reporting performance issues with the console and and you're gonna you're gonna throw starfield you're gonna throw starfield on that system come on don't get me wrong it's performed beautifully until the last update since then nothing but issues it plays more 120 fps games than ps5 so how is it worse (laughs) that's such a cherry pick stat mo what 120 fps games can it play what seven year old games with fps boost and no other graphical updates you're cherry picking mo and you know it drop the resolution to assist align with the system it's not always that simple jake when you start running into memory problems the question if you ban someone from the chat can they still stay in the stream or are they bounced out no they they can stay they just can't talk they just can't talk they they can watch all day if they want Plenty of them do. Plenty of the, the one guy that we banned, he's here practically every day. He's made like 15 different accounts. He's here every day. That homie, that homie got IP banned on purple and he still showed up every day over there. The guy whispered like 250 people in my chat, including mods. We like hate viewing here. Yeah. iCarly said, <laughs> and the haters watch him twice. All engagement counts. <laughs> There's some iCarly commercial that runs before we watch Star Trek sometimes. And when she said that, I was like, all right, girl. <laughs> I'm not going to watch her show, though. Golly frick, the commercials are annoying. You played on an OLED TV yet? It's the best. I don't know what... To, what do I own, Eugene? I have a TV from NASA. I have a, t- I have a TV from NASA. It's very nice. It's uh it's really cool. I wouldn't want lower resolution for 120. It's a joke to tie the generation to something that bad. I have QLED. Yours is OLED. Well now I'm confused. TV from NASA. Yeah, the stream went crazy for Father's Day last year and I was I was using like a 13-year-old 720 plasma and they just they were like we cannot abide this. I've got too much of my dad's generation in me. I was like it runs fine. Why would I replace it? I was looking at some of the TVs in Costco and getting a little jealous, but I was like, "Nah. We don't got we don't we don't got to do that." We don't we don't need to do any of that. And uh, t- the, the stream went crazy. They had like a little secret Discord, and it was cool. It was a cool stream. Yours is a Q. QLED, OLED, whatever. Lono still had a TV with tubes inside. It's a Neo QLED. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking bonkers. Gritters, I picked that TV out for you. You have my exact same one. It's a wonderful TV, Gritter. It's freaking beautiful. It really is. 
It really, really is. We're getting code offers again, too. We got a really, really good game we'll be able to play Friday. I hope you FromSoft boys support it because uh, we're going we're gonna to stream it. Uh, a game called Dolmen. We bought it on PS5 to do a first look for it, and uh, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a Steam code, and uh, excited about that. So look for that Friday, and uh, you FromSoft boys, you're gonna have to support us that day for that, because I know that's not, you know, normally. Halo best game ever. Mike drops his Uncle Brada. Can it go to space? Might as well. It should be in the space station. Oh, I should be. I'm. I'm doing. I'm really bad at math right now. We should. We should switch at twelve, fifteen ish, which means if I want it to go out, I need to schedule the next five. Okay. I got a good one for our second topic today. I know it's. I know it's a big shift. I know it's a big shift. But we like to cover a lot of different stuff. Okay, let me get this scheduled. Guys, if you haven't hit the like button yet today, feel free to do that. If you've not ever done a membership on YouTube, we would love to see that membership continue to climb. It helps us do what we do. We do not run ads during live streams unless I literally step away like once a stream to use the restroom. That's basically it. Um, And that's why we do memberships. That's why we do members-only content. Um, that's why we do members only content. We do members only content because number one, we want to incentivize that membership. And number two, that's basically the only way, uh, to drive people to do it. It's not like purple where people just do it because they like you. (laughs) There's a lot of you that do it just because you like me, but okay. I like the Costco gas price, but not the Costco gas weight. Ooh. I'm not getting Dolman. I trust big man gamers. Oh, is that somebody that already played it and didn't like it? I will say from the gameplay that I saw, it looks a little clunky. It looks a little clunky. But I'm afraid to buy a new monitor that doesn't have G-Sync. Screen tearing is just awful. There should be gifted subs. That would be dope. Gifted members is on the platform right now in beta. We applied when they announced it. They were like, oh, if you want to get in, you can apply. Sadly, one of our four channels was not a brand's channel, and it was preventing us from getting new features, and I think that's why we got passed over. Like you is a stretch. It's more about ticking off the haters. <laughs> uh Come join the cult. Buy coffee, shirts, disc plates. Big Man Gamer is a hilarious troll YouTuber who reviews upcoming games as trash when they're not a PlayStation first party. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, okay, okay. Like that one guy who trashes literally everything. Oh, he's got his videos just get insane viewership. He'll just rant for a minute. That's it. That's all. This is his content. And then he goes live. 
and people just pour in to fight him to like to, to debate him can't wait for God of War Ragnarok launching 2022 and pre-order the game I'm getting a $75 gift card for my birthday there you go Tyrese there you go coffee's great all about the light roast says Rudy listen if you're one of the new people today and you've enjoyed the show you've been watching maybe you're watching on I don't we're gonna we're gonna have to rethink what we're doing over there on the talk because on TikTok because I don't I don't engage enough and it's not my fault I just I can't engage well and I think it just murders engagement over there um, cause I'm primarily engaging with YouTube, which make, makes sense. Yes. Doomslayer. Yes. Yeah. Michael does life. Yeah. I, <laughs> that guy, that guy is a character anyway. Um, I mean, good for him. Good for him. He, he's, he's, he's making hay while the sun is shining and the sun's always shining on negative videos. So, uh, but if you're new, if you're new and you enjoy what we're doing here, it's a talk show. I am safe for work. We get spicy. We debate. We go back and forth, but I keep it safe for work. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you come back every day. We're always covering lots of gaming coverage, lots of gaming topics. Our second topic for the day, we'll be switching to it in a little bit. We're not switching yet, but our second topic is Fortnite leaks about a live event are pointing to further my theory that they are building a Fortnite MMORPG and they use the Fortnite Battle Royale to test it. Now you're like, oh my gosh, I don't play Fortnite it's fun to theorize and look at all the clues and look at all the things that they're doing that are pointing to a uh, a potential a potential like really really you know big huge game bigger than their battle royale so that's our second topic for the day so make sure you always check your subscription feed and my channel every day sometimes i won't be in your recommend or your homepage but if you like this kind of content be like well let me check my subscription feed i'll be there we do this monday through friday And then we head over in the afternoon to Reforge Radio. Reforge Radio is basically the after show. It's the ability to capture and catch all. Any news we might have missed. And today's kickoff lead story is leaked details about Call of Duty Warzone 2. So if you subscribe to both channels and you spend the day with me, you're going to get tons of gaming coverage as well as gameplay. If we have time, I may be jumping back into V Rising and experimenting with solo gameplay today to see how well it flows. I don't know. We are noticing today started out really strong and then the second hour we just kind of run out of gas. I just think that's the nature of single topic uh, streams. Like we pick a topic, everybody kind of dukes it out for about an hour and then we just sort of drift from the topic and then we obviously continue to uh to drop after that happens so you know that's that's one advantage to this channel is that you can get that that lively debate you can get that that lively uh back and forth and then if you uh if you if you're enjoying the content you know come back every day and just throw us on in the background even if you're not interested in the debate going on that's typically the pattern, though. We, we pretty much stay on topic for about an hour to an hour and a half. And then the back half of the, sh- the, the show, we sort of drift and just sort of gab and talk. And then we go to the next show. You're going to see more of that game. I meant to record last night like a, a, a Reforged first look because we have a first look channel that we try to throw up first looks at new games. And I meant to show up, like, throw up like a first look with like basic tips and tricks, things I learned in the first couple hours of play. But I played the Fury DLC. That'll hit first look. I don't know. Maybe sometime today. Uh, if not, it'll it'll hit very soon. And the Fury opener to the DLC was this extremely long fight, teaching me all of the new mechanics. 
and I didn't catch on. I should have recorded that, and so I didn't. I ran out of time. I, I, I like I, I spent twenty five to thirty minutes fighting this boss. I, it, I didn't even die. I beat him first try, and then I was like, oh my gosh, that took forever. And then there was all these cutscenes and all this dialogue. And by the time I got to a place where I could record, I was like, well, I don't, I don't have time to do the the V Rising thing. So the Fury DLC is good. You should check it out. Fury will land on first look at 245. Okay, there we go. Perfect. No interest in Fortnite. My kid will tell me all about it, whatever they're doing, though. Yeah, if you don't have any interest in Fortnite as a battle royale, I think you should stick around and hear my theory on how and why I think they are building a... I think they're building an MMO. I think they're building an MMORPG. And I think they're using the battle royale to test everything. That's what I think. Do we have a date yet for the Sony event? There are rumors that the next Sony State of Play will be early June. Um, I We also had rumors that the God of War Ragnarok Sony State of Play was going to be way later than expected. So, the God of War Ragnarok release date will likely be announced when they finally do the Sony State of Play and its center stage. I'm thinking they'll show off new mechanics, new things you can do. Um, as it was pointed out earlier by Doomslayer, the first trailer doesn't really establish the new mechanics. So you can kind of deduce them, but it primarily is a story trailer. So I'm envisioning someone like Doomslayer will will have their answers to their questions. Um, they'll have the answers to their questions once they uh, once they release the next the next you know press press round basically. What I'm hearing is that Fortnite is like Westworld. Fortnite's taking over the world, right? V Rising was fun to watch yesterday. Uh, not my game, but I enjoyed watching. Well, thank you. Electric cars. Da, 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 just push everyone's domestic tune. Why are you... Why are you even putting that in chat? Did you hear the rumors that the next Fable is an MMO? I would... I would love for it to be an MMO. Um... I, I also know that the next fable, this is confirmed. The next fable is being built in the Forza engine. And funny enough, the week before we ran that story, we were watching the latest like Forza trailer. And I was like, man, imagine if they built. Oh, you guys are talking about cars in chat. Okay. I was like, why is that in my chat? Um, and I was like, man, imagine if they build a game in that Forza, you know, why don't they build an open world game like this? You know? I always liked Fortnite. I got pretty good at building, but I couldn't keep up with the more advanced players. The fact that they made the no build mode made me want to play the game more. Bro, the no build mode is so fun, and it's just full of bots. It's like not sweaty at all. Because I don't think the sweaties like it. I think the sweaty Fortnite players, they don't like it because they can't build. They can't build. And so, not that they can't build, I'm saying no build doesn't let them build. And so the lack of building, they're just like, I don't want to, I don't want to play this. It doesn't, it doesn't let me do the thing that I've worked on for, you know, for, for however long, years. Never heard that? The Forza engine? Yeah, we covered that. The, the next Fable game is being built with the Forza engine. It's being built with Forza Tech. So that's, that's huge news for the graphical fidelity of the next fable because Forza is friggin' beautiful the technology is wonderful 
All right. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to switch. We're going to switch. What was that sound? One of my kids screamed or something. It like startled me. We are going to switch here in a little bit to the next topic. Don't go anywhere. Smash the like button. Can we get 400 likes? Are we close? Ah, we need 70 people. If you haven't hit like, smash like. It helps out. If you've not become a member, consider becoming a paying member. It's only five bucks a month. You get a badge, emotes. You get all my extra content. You can help me make my wife play Elden Ring. So click that join button or type exclamation point join in the chat. You can also order some coffee. That's not a sponsor. My shirts are always from 80s tees. You can use the shirt command. Those are my displays. You can get those as well. Do all those things to support what we do. I only run ads when I step away. I will be ending the TikTok stream. There's one person watching, and it's me. I'm watching myself as a moderator. So we're going to have to figure out maybe the, the TikTok streams. Maybe we need to go live at different times of the day or for shorter periods of time. I don't know. I need to get a way to see the chat over there. I can't see it in real time. So I think that drives people away. They're like, this guy's not interacting. So... I'm going to step away and hit some ads. I'll be right back. We're going to get into my Fortnite theory. Uh, stick around. It should be a good discussion. Again, even if you're not a Fortnite fan, it should be a good discussion. Also, make sure and stick around. You can just keep riding that redirect. We'll probably go over to more V Rising gameplay, and then we'll go over to radio. Those Warzone 2 leaks. It's looking good. All right. I'll be right back.
Oh. Okay. Okie dokie. So, what was it's for, it? Was Fortnite Chapter Three is trending on Twitter? I don't know if we included that in the description. You're not gonna yuck somebody's yum, but big anime girl raps on cars yuck. <laughs> I'm not gonna yuck somebody's yum, but uh, yuck. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, we got hashtag Fortnite Chapter Three. Okay, we got it in the in the hashtag. Mm. Okay, we should be good. When will they get rid of Top Chat? Yeah. Top chat's because of the big events. Like, they don't want to get rid of it because it... Sadly, sadly, it it helps the big events, and that's why they don't want to get rid of it. Okay, we're going to loop this. Copy that. Let's get our tweets going. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want that one? All right, hang on, creature. Okay.
No pants today, I see. Nice. Yeah, I gotta start doing shorts. It gets it gets warm down here in the office, man. It's warm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Sorry, everybody. There's just no good way. Uh, there's just no good way to like midstream move files and uh, do uploads and stuff. There's just no good way to do it. should have it in one minute creature okay all right and pull uh, last of us remake is coming out this holiday oof, 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 oof. I'm getting my haircut feeling fresh Okay. Uh, let's see. Announcements. Put that in there. Alright, the link in chat is where we are headed just in case redirect doesn't work. It seems like it works better when we switch channels, which is hilarious. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming talking about the latest Fortnite leaks, the live event leaks, I think adds more to my Fortnite MMORPG theories. I've been theorizing about this for a while, and the more I see them do these big live events with big sort of open world battles, the more I think it adds to that theory. So I'm going to walk through the leaks right here at the beginning of the video before we get into the discussion. We do daily live streams that are topic focused and we debate them at length. Then we head over to Reforge Radio for more gaming news. It's a little bit more news focused. This is a little bit more topic focused. I'm going to bring everybody